Sorry, I'm back. Um, <laughs> game, uh, the, my computer slept for a bit. Oh, know. okay. Um, All right, as long anyways. as you're still recording. Uh, it's still recording. Waves are still flowing. Good. Um, My name is James. I'm Leo. And I'm John. Yes! John is back! John! He's back! Surprise, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm here in the, yeah. in the ear. <laughs> I'm here in the ear. Yeah, you, you took a little break there, John, but we got you back. Yeah, it's good to be back, you guys. I, I missed you, man. I missed, yeah. Likewise. I missed, I missed your scent. Yeah. My, my, my beautiful missed, husky smell. I missed your touch. Whoa! The in the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got John back. That got weird very, for a little while. Right, very, yeah, that did get weird. We got John back for a very special episode. Uh, this is our true. games of the year. Uh, top five good games podcast games of the year. Uh, Jeff Keeley's Game Awards ain't got nothing on this shit. Uh, this is the most <laughs> prestigious game of the year awards. I feel uh, like ever, the the, the crowds of, of gamers out there are looking to us to give them the definitive yeah. games of the year. Yeah, this is the games of the year. Uh, we're also going to be reviewing uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and this is probably going to be our last show of the year. Uh, so this we, we got to make it a good one. Um, mm-hmm. So agree. yeah, let's, let's kick it off. John, I know you loved Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, right? Oh yeah, that was an amazing game. Okay, All tell right. me about it. All right, so I would say my level of fandom for the Star Wars series is probably casual, um, or or maybe even slightly less, considering how many hardcore fans that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this game is like, in terms of canon and appropriate uh, level of Star Wars, I thought it hit all the right stuff, like felt like a really good solid adventure game it didn't like abuse the force powers or jedi powers in any way i thought um the story was pretty good all the planets were really good um it sprinkled in just the right amount of star wars from all the different trilogies or or, well from the prequel and the um the uh, modern trilogy not the sequel trilogies obviously (laughs) and um i think the only nick i can give it is the Side character development was kind of eh, but I really mean, the side character. I thought the side characters were interesting. I thought the main character was the least interesting. Uh, oh no, I thought Cal Kestis was amazing. And, oh like, wow! Okay. I learned so much. I learned so much about like Jedi lore just from playing this game. That, like, I'm sure the movies went over, but like, kind of tied everything together from the movies for me. Like, I had no idea that like the Jedi are supposed to like get the crystals for the lightsaber. Uh, this is spoilers, by the way. Uh, they they get the crystals for their lightsabers, like they handpick them out of the mm-hmm. cavern that they like. Oh, you, studied you had no in. idea. Oh man, that is. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. That was like a really nice thing for me because I'm a, like I said, I'm a casual fan. So like there was like a lot of uh, a lot of nods to I'm sure what was in the movies or briefly explained in the movies. I don't think much of any of that was in the movies, but you have you have a lot of great Star Wars games to play, my friend. Oh yeah. Mm. 
mm-hmm. that, that talk that talk a lot about that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Leo, what? That's interesting. Uh, what did you think of this game? Like strictly from like a Star Wars fandom perspective, is this, from, is this doing the Star Wars uh, series justice? Uh, from a Star Wars fandom perspective, strictly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It it didn't really scream Star Wars at me very much. Mm-hmm. You have you have a lightsaber and you are attacking stormtroopers if you kind of read into like kind of the information about the creatures and stuff it's sort of in the lore and everything but mm-hmm. it didn't really feel like you were part of this vast uh galaxy of uh, complex whatever whatever it just felt like you're very isolated a lot of the time and um didn't have i don't know just didn't have a star wars feel to me i guess hard to put it, it into words like what is what exactly is the star wars feel because you could look at the prequels and say that is its own star wars feel and then you can look at the original trilogy or the sequels and be like those are all completely like jedi in each of those movies are like different things no yeah that, that's, that's a fair, very but, good point no but that's not what i mean like it's not about the jedi it's about the world like in all three of those movies the thing that's the same is that it feels like a star wars like there's a constant conflict between these enemy nations and the Jedi are just kind of a small role of this overarching major fantastical theme. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas in this game, that's kind of hinted at, but most of the gameplay is so isolated. Like it's just you and this small crew. Like it, it just seems like you could replace all of the characters with Mass Effect characters and it's like effectively the same game. Like it's not like you end up joining the clones in a battle for, or, or you know, like, I that's don't know. That's true. You're not reliving back... any moments from any of the... There's nothing epic See, about it to me. That's, that's kind of hard. That's exactly what I don't need though. Like I don't need like, ah, remember your favorite buddies from Star Wars? Like, ah, they're all here. Like, ah, there's well, I don't, three I don't think you have to have like the but, characters from the movies to give that feel though. Take a look at like Knights of the Old Republic. That's there was there, there was some of that though. There there was a couple of scenes in the game. Yeah, there are, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is those are com- come across as kind of campy, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's I like uh, Kashyyyk has the most of that. Like, ah, yeah. here's Zaw Gerrera. Remember yeah. him? And here's the yeah. Chewbacca guy. Like, remember yeah. him? And you're like, ah, uh, yes, I remember. But that's not what I mean either. It's not about like seeing faces you recognize. It's it's just about feeling like the world is going through this epic turmoil and it, and you're just a small part of that and it's like all connected and it's the star wars man it's like mm. an epic it's an epic it's a it's a space epic like that's what it's all about and i feel like in this game that just has such a minor role like it's just you're just a dude going through ruins and stuff you know for whatever reason it doesn't seem like he's connected to the star wars world this that's kind of I, th- I think what you're identifying is like the stakes are not high that's probably a good and way to put it. I would say that's true. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and I, yeah, and I, I think that was fine with me. Um, like, okay, so I, I think Leo and I would probably describe ourselves as like pretty big Star Wars fans. Um, so. And it helped Slightly. me. It, it helped me that this game uh, was okay. So the game is set um, closely after. Uh, no, sorry, closely before uh, a New Hope. 
And it seems like we're closer to A New Hope than we are to the prequel trilogy, which kind of helped me just because I, like, my favorite, now we now that we have three Star Wars trilogies, my favorite trilogy is, of course, the original trilogy, the one I grew up with. Oh, yeah. Um, and it helped me that the game kind of felt, you know, it's all the classic stormtroopers and scout troopers and, like, all of the stuff, and probe droids. There's a lot of um, elements from the, the original uh, trilogy which helped me feel at home but also like sure. there's stuff at the beginning where um cal and this is right at the beginning of the game cal is working on like a shipyard and they're dismantling ships from the prequels uh presumably into scrap to make new stuff like yeah. new star destroy no, like the, dude, the, yeah. the the intro part of the game the first 20 minutes or whatever the first like level was like light years ahead of the rest of the game like that that whole intro part was amazing, and it felt like a, a continuation of the story in between episodes like three and four. Okay, and then uh, it didn't it lose its interest after that for you. Well, no, then it just kind of just kind of went off and did its own thing. You know, it just wasn't like a part of the epic story anymore. <laughs> see, to me. see, I like that. I like that it's its own isolated story. You don't need to be a Star Wars fan to oh, to play the well, game. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind it. I'm just saying from a strictly how Star Wars does it feel? It doesn't feel very Star Wars-y in okay. that aspect. That's I'm I'm kind of in between you guys. Like it, it felt like Star Wars to me, but like it wasn't. Um, I don't know. It 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 was. It felt like a, it much. felt like a game with Star Wars in it, rather than a Star Wars game. Hmm. Okay. Like, I, it has maybe. it has Star Wars ingredients, but it's maybe. not a Star Wars game. I would I would prefer more pieces of media that are exactly like this, where you just get isolated characters, isolated stories. You don't need to yeah. know anything about the Skywalkers or anything about Darth Vader or anything about any of the major characters. I think that's really cool. It's not yeah. a bad idea. It's not a bad idea if the story that is being told can hold its own. I think that's key. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think, like, story-wise, I think I was mentioning side characters earlier. Like I didn't feel like there was a overarching villain or like a purpose to the like they it left the story very open ended like they hinted at this like master Jedi who was researching the archives or whatever and like they never talk about him ever again like if he's still alive <laughs> or or like like the outcast or like the uh, fallen Jedi that was just randomly on um, Dathomir like. There's no backstory to him. He just shows up randomly. And, like, he's, like, basically the final boss or one of the final bosses. And you're, like, you're left wondering, like, what the hell? Like, where is the uh, continuity? But doesn't it feel kind of disconnected? It, it does it, it, here and there. But, like, also Cal's, like, supposedly this uh, Padawan and he just becomes, like, a Master Jedi overnight. So, like, there is some of that going on. Like, it's bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I kind of feel like the story kind of just kind of wanders and kind of meanders around for a while. Like, it kind of like what Leo was saying, like, the stakes never feel high, which they don't have to feel high. But, like, uh, so basically for the uninitiated, the, the story is about Cal Kestis, who is um, a Jedi during the, the purge that happens in episode three. You know, execute order 66, that whole thing. <laughs> um his master is killed, and um, Cal basically goes into hiding. Um, he doesn't reveal to anyone that he's a Jedi, and he just kind of assumes the role as a normal person. Um, 
but this all changes one day. It's very, um, I don't know, serendipitous, I guess. Because an accident happens at work, and he's forced to save his friend by using the Force, right? So he reveals right. himself as a Jedi, and there's, like, an Inquisitor there, and he's like, ah, you're a fucking Jedi. But then at the same <laughs> yeah. time, it just so happens that these two people who are, like, trying to revive the Jedi Order have just now located Cal and, like, pick him up and rescue him. Like, there's a lot of, like... Oh, that's very convenient. Chance. How, how yeah. convenient. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, like, very... I don't know. There's a lot of plot. I mean, there, there was some of that... There was some of that in the movies. Oh, yeah. There no, were... I'm not saying the mu- movies are immune to plot contrivances. It's, but, well, yeah. whatever. We can get into the Disney trilogy later. Um, So, yeah. And, uh, after Cal is rescued, the game kind of just becomes about, like, hey, what if we try to revive the Jedi, the, the Jedi Order... Which is kind of a weird premise because, like, anyone who's even a casual Star Wars fan knows how that story ends because there are not right. a fuck ton of Jedi in the classic trilogy, nor in the Disney trilogy. So you uh, already know the ending of this, right? You kind of already know how the story ends. Um, right. So Cal and this, uh, his uh, pseudo new master, I guess, who is, like, sworn off the Force because she, like, almost turned to the dark side, so she's like... Not nah, actually, I don't want to be a Jedi anymore, but I want to also revive the Jedi Order. Very, very trustworthy from the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which they yeah. never explored, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Sierra's kind of weird. And then she has like a weird, weird alien pilot guy. And then eventually they take on um, uh, Marine, I think, or Marin. Uh who is uh, a night sister from Dathomir, and then this motley crew, uh, and sorry, and Cal Kestis's uh, pet droid, I guess BD One, uh, go on this adventure to revive the Jedi Order, uh, and that's basically the story. But it, <laughs> I mean, that's basically the entire story of the game, and it just kind of, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the story kind of gets lost in the weeds sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there it, it kind of did one of the the sequel trilogies where like you go do the thing to do the thing to yes get the, the one thing you it know? was like, and yeah. yeah and we could talk about Last Jedi after this but yeah there was a lot of like we got to get this MacGuffin to get the next MacGuffin so we can get the final MacGuffin because <laughs> yeah yeah there was That's like there's true. a holocron but in order to get the holocron they had to like decipher the holocron or so i i can't even remember all the different planets they have to go to to get all the information they need for some reason Mm -hmm. or another um but yeah that's that's the story i don't know i wasn't super duper high on the story of this game and and maybe that's why i don't know i wasn't just super duper high on this and um i wasn't super into cal kestis as a character i i know john you are and my wife definitely is uh very into cal kestis I just never connected with him. He just kind of seems like nothing. He's a, he's a young spunky kid with uh, trying to prove himself. You know, he's like the like I said, he was like the Padawan that wants to be a real Jedi, and like that he got denied that opportunity, and now he got like a second chance at it. Basically, that's how I see it. Yeah, like he, yeah. He, he 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 almost has it too easy for me. Like. It's like a young guy like that who had all that problem as a Padawan, like, shouldn't be able to do everything that he ends up doing throughout this this game. 
Here, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing, like, something, it's a little bit spoilery, and I guess we can get into spoilers later. Oh, we're later. full spoilers here at the Good Games Podcast, come on. Okay, well, full spoilers right now. So, during the Purge, Seer, who is one of the people on your crew, um, her apprentice uh, uh, turns to the dark side, but not only that, um, she gave up her apprentice to the Empire after she was tortured, so she yeah. has this, like terrible guilt and like this this you know this terrible um like survivor's guilt about uh, the purge the jedi purge so she has a lot of a trauma associated with the purge i never sensed that from cal like i <laughs> i don't know he's like always like super optimistic and like yeah we're gonna do it let's do the thing we're gonna try our best and do our hardest and like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah, i don't yeah. i never felt that he really experienced this traumatic purge where, like, everything he loved and cared about was taken away from him, you know? Uh, yeah, well, well, the game kind of plays beginning. into that a bit. Yeah, like, the the fact that you, he remembers certain parts of his Jedi training as you progress through the game, like, you gotta figure he didn't remember that. And then also, he spent his whole life being a scavenger on that one planet. Like, anything adventurous is, like, new and exciting for him, you know? Okay. No, I, I, I get that that's kind of, like, his character. It's just weird that, like, then he just kind of grabs that by the horns and then just, like, is majorly successful at, like... Sure. Just but you goes from planet to planet. You could, you could say the same thing about Luke Skywalker. Right? But that's but but they explain that in by saying that Luke Skywalker is, like, this pivotal character for the entire, like, mythos of Star Wars, right? Like, he's the the one, like, they kind of follow the him as, the, as that character, right? Sure. Yeah. And this character we know from the very beginning is nobody. He's just a nobody. Like, he's not important yeah. to the major story. So this is just like an average guy who hasn't been using the Force for years, has been hiding in these slums, and now he yeah. just tries to go on an adventure. I feel like he should have died on Kashyyyk. He just should have been hit by a straight <laughs> blaster bomb. You, like, you don't know. Maybe he's like a, like a major bloodline that has oh, like and, been... And maybe. I, and I would totally be on board. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like I was missing from that. Is like there's nothing epic about this person that you would think. So like there's nothing epic about this story. It's all very like subdued. And so this character, it just it's unbelievable to me that he's just like – the strong and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they still got to make a game. Yeah, where you, sure. Where you get to use the Force powers. And everything. So yeah. I think my problem with Cal Kestis is, um, for me, he is similar to Han Solo in the Disney Solo movie, in that he is the least interesting character in his own media, right? Because I found Han Solo to be the least interesting character in Solo, the Disney movie. Right. And for me, Cal Kestis is the least interesting character in Fallen Order. Like, I would much rather hear more about Seer. I want to know more about Marin. I want to know more about the weird alien pilot guy. I'm going to sneeze. I'm, I don't know if I necessarily want to know more about all those characters. Maybe Marin. Maybe Seer. I guess. But not any more than Cal Kestis, I guess. I don't okay. know. Okay. That's fair. Maybe that's just subjective. Um... What did you guys think about the gameplay of Jedi Fallen Order? So I think this ties into the the recipe for why I didn't play too much of this game. Uh-huh. Like after everything we've talked about, obviously I'm not necessarily like awed by the story. It's not bad, you know. It is Star Wars E, so like mm-hmm. it's decent. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of slap on this game style that. 
while effective for a lot of people, for me, ends up just being frustrating and not fun. Uh, you know I don't like to repeat levels. I don't like Metroidvania-esque uh, backtracking in games. Uh, and then the combat is deliberately difficult. Dark Souls-esque, you know, one hit and you're dead and you have to, you have to do 50 hits at the boss to kill it. Um, I never experienced that. Uh, I never found... Well, what? okay, what difficulty did you play on? Because this game has, like, four different difficulty settings. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. It's probably normal. I mean, probably normal. I don't think I usually try to go any harder than, than normal. Um, yeah, I played this game... <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm, like, bragging or whatever, but, I, like, I played this game on normal, and, like, I never even remotely found it challenging. Like, yeah, I died a... I don't know, probably 10, 20 times, but, like... I would not describe Jedi Fallen Order as a challenging game, but again, that's difficulty is extremely subjective, right? Sure. Uh, and like I, just me personally, did not find this game difficult. Difficult, nor would I, I describe it as a difficult game. I I don't think it's necessarily about how difficult it is. I think it's the it's the play style of the game. It's it's a Dark Souls esque game. Like yes, like I never had to fight a boss more than once or twice. But the fact that I have to fight bosses in that style of combat where, like, I have to dodge a lot and wait for my opportunity and hit mm-hmm. it 20 the, times. The slower reaction. The slower kind of dark, like, where the danger of death is nigh and then all of the enemies respawn repeatedly. Like, that just, it's just, it's taxing to me. Like, I don't like playing this type of slow adventure game, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I found I found the game to be like a Souls Light. I guess everyone keeps comparing it to. I think that's, um, I think that's accurate. I thought that was a, an apt comparison. Um, I thought it was challenging in the right ways. Like it wasn't over the top difficult, and it wasn't like just mash a bunch of buttons to get to the next scene. You know, like it it, it played out better than like um, like like an Uncharted game or like a Tomb Raider game where yeah. you just kill all the enemies, you move on. Like let you let me s- ask you this, though, John. How much better would this game be if you didn't have to worry about enemies respawning every time you went to a new checkpoint or whatever? Uh, I kind of like that aspect because, you know, it gives like, it. You, it gives a stakes aspect to it. Like, okay, I'm not going to just blow through this area. I I, it to, just felt tedious to me. It just felt like, ah, oh, I have to go do this, like walk through this section again and kill every monster I, again. I would, I would agree, except that the game gives you uh, plenty of enemy variety and also you unlock a lot of new abilities very frequently. So, like, you're always experimenting with new Jedi powers or... You're, you encounter like a rocket launcher stormtrooper, and you're like, I can't deflect his missile. That's that's amazing. I can't, you know, like every interaction's unique. So yeah, I didn't really get that much feeling from that. Fallen Order is definitely touted as like, or it was advertised. Well, I don't even know that it was advertised, but it was um, talked about a lot when it was coming out. Like, oh, it's it's Star Wars or Dark Souls, but Star Wars, which like is true to a point like this game is very obviously inspired by dark souls and implements a lot of the same dark souls mechanics like you were just talking about where when you rest at a checkpoint all the enemies respawn um it has the same sort of like action combat as dark souls where you have to dodge parry you know uh, all all that sort of stuff i found like (laughs) i found a lot of the okay first of all i found the resting at the checkpoint respawns enemies i found that like, 90% of the time to be completely inconsequential. Because, um, like, 
the checkpoints were very frequent. The checkpoints are so frequent, and, like, I never found myself dying to random enemies. Like, um, yeah. like enemy, a single enemy does not have the same amount of threat as a single enemy in Dark Souls. Like, yeah. you're not gonna die to just a random stormtrooper. Now, the danger, and this is similar to Dark Souls, the danger is when you get, like, overwhelmed, so there's, like, five or six, and they all get you at once, which... Yeah. They start doing that more and more near the end of the game. But, like, 90% of the time, I found that mechanic to be, like, I don't care if they respawn, I, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But also, like, it, it's kind of Dark Souls, but it's like, if Dark Souls... It's not a good, as good as Souls game as the Souls well, game is. Yeah, kinda. And I think part of that is because you can just cheat in this game, right? Like, if there's stormtroopers, you can just, like, force push them off the edge, right? Oh, like, yeah. I just win automatically. There's some or of like, that in the Souls games, too. Like, there, is, hear... there is absolutely some of that, but, like, individual enemies never stand. Because you can just, like, force pull one enemy and, like, kill them instantly. You, you know what yeah, I mean? that's true. That's true. Um, I just want to say that I agree that the checkpoints were inconsequential and the enemies were not difficult enough to make that a factor in terms of like oh no you know i'm scared but uh, that's why i didn't like it like it just felt like ugh, again more of the same dudes over and over like it felt it's tedious very anxiety inducing type of gameplay if you're not used to it you know like you, if you don't expect that when you die you have to restart like i just didn't i just it just felt tedious to me it just felt like busy work like i just wanted yeah, I, to go to the next puzzle and forget about these stupid dudes that were pointless I think I know what you mean there because, like, part of the part of the like masochism of Dark Souls is you feel so much reward when you do a difficult thing, but like, there's not that much difficulty in Fallen Order. So, like, when you respawn all those enemies, yeah, it, it's just kind of like, ah, fuck. All right, guess I gotta kill all these guys again. Like, I hate that. I hate that yeah. feeling. Um, but the boss fights are are pretty rewarding. No, I, yeah, the boss fights were. I mean, I was, I was happy with a lot of the boss fights. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even it's, the boss fights felt tedious at times. It just felt like, uh, I get it. It's a hard boss. Like, let me just, I don't know. It's just not yeah. my game My game genre, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of a My First Dark Souls or like a, a, a kindergarten version of Dark Souls or, or maybe a gateway Dark Souls is the best way to describe that. I don't know. Let's see. Anything else on gameplay with Fallen Order? Uh, I just wanted to add, I thought the respawning enemies in terms of war didn't fit in at all. And I thought they would kind of explain that a bit better, but I guess you can't really. So I thought that was kind of out of place, but it's a game. I totally agree. Yeah, it it felt jarring and uh, tedious and not really, didn't make a whole lot of sense. And yeah, it was purely a (laughs) gameplay mechanic thing. It was purely a gameplay mechanic thing. Yeah, yeah it, it it is kind of jarring. Like, okay, I get when you die. Like, it, it says like respawn. Like, ah ha ha ha! You're the studio who makes this game. I get it. But it's weird that there's like all this, um, like immersion breaking like rules dump. Like in every checkpoint, it's like when you when you rest here, the your enemies will respawn and your health will be restored. Like. It explains it every time. Yeah, it explains, like, yeah. the rules of the game, which is, like, weirdly jarring. Like, you're like, what? Like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know, yeah. It, felt, it feels like, it kind of feels like um, a game within the, fran- like, within the 
universe. Like mm-hmm. it does, it kind of takes you out of the Star Wars universe and it makes you feel like you're playing something else, like in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see what else. Um, I I did like the soundtrack to this game. It uh, somebody was trying real, real hard to do a a, a John Williams impersonation, and they yeah they, they didn't have that feeling. It was like it was like they took like the first four bars of like any Star John Williams Star Wars <laughs> yeah. song, but and then took it in a different direction. So right. like um, I don't know, like it kept doing, it was there was it was it was royalty free Star Wars music is what that was. <laughs> that's that's very yeah 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 that's very accurate. You know, oh, with songs like Imperial walking very fast <laughs> and the the princess room slash end credits. Um. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. One one other thing I did want to touch on. Did you guys have any like weird animation or like glitches or graphical issues yes. with this game? Okay. Yeah, I had a okay. lot of that. Surprisingly for me, it's been very limited. I didn't wow. really notice too. Okay. I I got lucky with my setup. I assume. I had a lot of um like frame stuttering, which. Yeah. Um. May, like my wife didn't even notice it was happening, but I'm like very sensitive to like frame rate dips or like frame rate stuttering, which like mm. I have a pretty monster PC. Like I I shouldn't be having an p- issue running this game, and I know I've also poor seen programming reports, is all it is. <laughs> I've seen reports of um the stuttering also on consoles, so I know it's it has to be some sort of engine or game issue. Um. But also, I had like a lot of weird animation stuff where, like, like I turned around once and the droid BD one was just like floating six feet off the ground, and I was just like, um, uh, what? <laughs> I didn't know you could fly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like weird animation stuff because I know. Did you guys have the the flat lightsaber? Oh, flat I haven't seen flat lightsaber. No. Oh, I had a I had a lightsaber that was flat and like twelve inches wide. I was walking around with a paddleboard. <laughs> A light paddle board. That's it was amazing. like a, Ky- a Kylo Ren lightsaber. <laughs> no, it was like that from from base to tip. Like the entire blade was a flat oh, pancake. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I I did have one where I killed an enemy, and then it's like one of those um, glitches where uh, I don't know how to describe this, but it's like um, you can tell like one of the polygons for the enemy is like out of bounds or something, and you get this like crazy frantic like jittery um like vertex oh, looking yeah. yeah i had that once where it was just like all over the screen just like uh yeah <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe what i'm describing but uh yeah, yeah I, I feel like i know exactly what you mean it's like an artifact of the yeah 3d polygons and exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah um and there was a lot of weird animation stuff especially when cal is running uh because i think what they're I think what's happening is they're using some sort of like procedural animation to try to figure out where Cal's legs should be. Yes, and I've seen that being done in some games recently. Actually, it's like, like it's, Mass Effect Andromeda. It's yeah, procedural. It's procedural um, physics or something. It's like or like deterministic uh, ragdoll physics. Yes, and like sometimes when Cal is, especially when the surface is uneven. Uh, his run animation just like looks yeah. really like oh, okay nobody runs like that like that <laughs> looks messed yeah. up. My favorite uh, thing was to like step on some sort of incline where he like kind of like lifts his foot like with that yeah with those kinematics and then like yeah. if you just kind of wiggle the joystick on that mm-hmm. like vertice or whatever like his leg will just like 
<laughs> just it has like restless leg syndrome as it's going like it's moving between like raised and not raised very quickly. exactly yeah, yeah that's exactly what i'm yeah, yeah. it's it's weird because it seems like a lot of this stuff it's very it, complex very advanced stuff i mean it's it's complex in advance but it makes the game seem unpolished like when you're having all these weird animation things and like glitches and characters <laughs> hovering and frame stuttering sure. issues like all this stuff kind of tacks up to give this game a really rough and unpolished uh feeling it 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 feels to me like this game could have used, like, three, four, five more months in the oven. No? Yeah? I mean... It's hard at, to say with games. Yeah, it. it's like, I get what you're saying. There are... There, it was buggy. So, like, at launch, maybe they could have patched some more of these issues up. And maybe they rushed the launch. But at the same time, when you watch the... When you play the first 20 minutes of this game and all that crazy, like... 3D animations are happening and inside, like all that was like so smooth and mm-hmm. transitioned with your these triggers that just occurred like it's f- like it just flowed naturally into your gameplay like it was yeah. very impressive technically in the very beginning I was gonna say I was really impressed with the yeah. graphical fidelity and the animation quality like every time yeah. you go through a narrow corridor that animation is super unique and I thought that was really really amazing <laughs> that was cool the first two or three times the like they did 30- it a lot the thirty second time he crawls through that corridor, I'm like, "What? Okay, why are we doing it? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like that one time, like around the tenth time, you see BD one like jump off your back and go through his own corridor. I'm like, amazing. That's so cool. Why don't board games have that? I don't know why there was all those weird corridors. I'm, I'm guessing that was like to hide a load zone or something. Maybe, maybe. maybe I, I was because like there's so many of those little crunchy like. Uh, tiny corridors that you have to go through and like okay two or three of those would have been cool but there's like 50 of them in the game like they, they he must could, he conveniently fits through all of them you see that's <laughs> yeah, my point that's yes. like he can't get stuck in any one of these like he's he was you know like he goes through all of them it's weird yeah i'm i'm guessing that must have been some load zone trigger or something that that was actually happening in the background yeah maybe um, a convenient way to hide a load zone so, like, my final thing on this game uh, <laughs> is, like, obviously this is this is a game that's pulling from a lot of different games, right? It's it's pulling from Dark Souls. It's pulling from Metroid. It's maybe pulling from a little bit of Legend of Zelda, right? It's pulling from some Uncharted. Uh, like, the one thing... Like, I'm playing this game and, I, and I'm getting the feeling of all these other games. I, I can sense the Metroid DNA, the Dark Souls DNA, the Uncharted DNA... I don't think this game did any of those things better than the games it's pulling from, though. Like, it is not as Dark Souls as Dark Souls. It's not as good at, at, at being Zelda as Zelda. It's not as good at being Metroid as Metroid. It's not as good as Uncharted as Uncharted. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, I would agree it, with that. It's borrowing a lot of elements, but not really improving or doing anything interesting with them. Like, and, and, and like the whole point of, like, sleeping at the checkpoint respawns enemies, like... That's just something you stole from Dark Souls. You you didn't even do anything interesting with it. Like, <laughs> like a literal copy. It, it it and like ninety percent of the time that mechanic, I was just like, why did you even bother? Like, what, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I don't. know. I mean, I, I it's a jack of all trades, master of none. You know. Syndrome. Yes. You, yes. But you got to think too that they still have to broadly appeal to everyone that likes Star Wars. So it's not going to do anything super core for anyone because they still gotta sell a bunch of this game to people who are not exactly gamers by nature to a bunch of casual people 
it's it's a risk versus reward kind of thing. Like you 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 risk doing something innovative to to try to reach all these different types of gamers and and get them all exactly. to to buy into your game. Yeah. But I think that there is a line where you know you might be trying to do too many things at the same time, and you end up kind of just really flailing around and not doing a whole lot of anything. True. And that's where I feel I kind of agree with James on this. Like that, in a nutshell, summarizes this game for me because, like, it has a lot of good things in it, and there's a lot of things I like about it. It's just not particularly great enough for me to love any part of it. You know, it, it doesn't do any one thing particularly well. But like, and and to your point, I think you can have a game be accessible and broadly appealing, but still innovate, right? And there's just like all these like all the mechanics I, that it's. I would say it did it, it did that in its own way. Like the fact that it incorporated Souls elements into a broadly appealing. I, I don't. Franchise. I think it is successful at being broadly appealing. I do not think it's successful at being innovative, though. That's that's what I'm criticizing it for. Like, sure. There's stuff it borrowed from Dark Souls where I'm just like, wh- why though? Like, why when I sleep at a checkpoint yeah. do all the enemies respawn? Like, <laughs> yeah, did you right. think about? How did you think about the How effect to of that? that? Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Did you think about the effect of that mechanic, like on your game, because that exists in Dark Souls to create challenge, no, yeah. right? Yes, right, it, right. It, there's a like a risk reward mechanic in Dark Souls, like oh, the 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 checkpoints are so far apart. Um, like, do I want to press on to the next checkpoint and risk dying, or go back to the checkpoint and rest and heal up and do the safe thing, knowing, knowing that respond, there's right. knowing that it's going to respawn the end? But that doesn't exist no. in they just Fallen they Order just because... do it. And you ask why, and they're just like, well, yeah. you know, because Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and like, answer. why? Yeah, that's true. Why are we doing the like enemy holds your experience thing? Like when you die, the enemy that yeah. kills you has your. Like why though? Because like it's so easy to kill the enemies in this game. Like, like why are you borrowing these mechanics? Like they seem very inconsequential for the game that you're trying to make. Uh, Like I don't think there was a lot of thought put into which mechanics we're going to borrow. And and that's fair. I mean, I I think that they did that deliberately. I think to John's point, they were saying, "Look, people love Dark Souls. People love Star Wars. Let's make the two have sex and make a Dark Souls Jedi baby." And mm-hmm. people will buy this shit, and I think that that did work. They sold this. Oh game. no, yeah. I mean, so you know, yeah. I'm sure credit. this game. I'm sure this game did well, but I, I think any almost anything you're going to slap the Star Wars license on is going to do. Well, that's probably well. true. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, mission complete. From the, <laughs> I had some. I sent some hesitation there. Jeff. No, I mean it will do well uh, financially. It is always yeah, well, a financial success. Yeah. That's but all yeah, he means. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like comparing to this to like Battlefront Two, where like that was just a, a crapshoot, where like bad business mechanics or bad business models and just like an interesting gameplay. A lot of people like I think it left a sour taste in, in the people's mouths. Whereas this, it's not the best game ever, but I feel like I had a, a pleasant experience at the end for me. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I at the at the end of the day, I liked this game, but yeah. I didn't love this game. I'm with I'm I would agree with that sentiment. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And and you know what? You know what? Uh there were no microtransactions, there's no, you know, loot boxes, there's there's no bullshit in this game. So, uh hey, you know what? Gold star. Uh and and that was that was respawns doing. The respawn pushed back on really hard on that. So gonna 
I don't doubt that they had to do that. Yeah. All right. Anything else on Fallen Order? Um. Good. Does Ryan want to add anything? <laughs> I think he just did. Good. Uh. <laughs> yes. Let Justin is hiding through you. <laughs> I heard you don't like this Jedi game. <laughs> wow. Spot on, dude. Yeah. Oh. That's very good. Hey, we, got, go. we got Justin here. Hey. Hello. Sorry. Justin, Justin has been watching from the dark corridors yes. of this podcast. Lurking. Controlling everything from the shadows. It was, it's been him the whole time. The Phantom Justin. Yes. Uh, I'm in control of EA games. <laughs> uh, Justin, you're going to be joining us for our top five games of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what that makes Good. this? Uh, that makes this our first foursome ever. Oh, oh, first podcast orgy. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Oh, no Let's wonder I've it. been having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James is loving Too this. Too many guys in the room. Yeah, foursome, baby. Let's let's do this. Um, oh God. All right how do how do we want to do now? Now that we know this is a foursome, how do we want to do? We want to do what we did last time for the games of the decade, and everyone give their five, and then at the end we got to narrow it down to five. Or how, like that how, might that might take forever, right? Yeah, that's, that, that's gonna take a while. Do do yeah. we want to? I I'll, I'll be honest, just mm. flat out before we. I mean, this could be just my initial note on this topic, but like, mm. I had a hard time coming up with. My top five favorite <laughs> games of 2019, um, and we can talk about like, why. Like, a, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I I honestly just didn't feel like 2019 was particularly amazing for the gaming industry for me. Like for my personal favorites, I guess there's a I, lot I, of games that came out, but I'm kind of with you on that. Like, there are two or three games I feel pretty strongly about, and yeah. then the rest I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm all for just kind of you know collaborating on a list, and I'll just throw in some of the ones I felt pretty strongly about. I agree. All right, um, let me toss out Sekiro. Well, okay. yeah, I mean that's definitely a very important game for 2019, and I, I think it would it's got it's definitely worth mentioning. But I don't know how, how do you guys feel about it? I um, well, I mean Sekiro is pretty much. Obviously made by the same devs of Dark Souls, right? Yep. Kind of. Yeah, yep. from, it's made by FromSoft. Yeah, yep, that's right. it's FromSoft. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, do you think it's... Obviously, as you guys were just talking about with Fallen Order, it, it obviously takes a bit from uh, Dark Souls. But do you feel like it was... I, I personally felt like it was Dark Souls with like a better platforming, better... I felt like the environments were also better in it, so I would I would definitely think that goes up on the list. Yeah, yeah le- I mean, level level design in Sekiro was amazing. Uh, another, yeah. By the way, another knock on Fallen Order. I did not feel the level design to be all that great in Fallen Order. It was mostly meh. It looked very nice. It looked it looked nice, but like the actual design of the level, like when yeah. you play when you play a FromSoft game, specifically like Sekiro, Dark Souls One, Bloodborne. Like when you when you go through those levels, you're like, oh shit! Like a fucking genius designed these levels. Like they spent some fucking <laughs> time designing these levels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see Bloodborne, that's what I think. Like with all the damn building detail, all that weird gothic detail they put into yeah. it. Like 
there's so many like minute things put into like Bloodborne to where I I can't even fathom someone designing all that. Yeah, yeah. The the my the one thing I'll say about Sekiro is we were just talking about Fallen Order and how it borrowed from these other games and didn't really innovate particularly drastically on any of those mm-hmm. mechanics. And I feel like this game borrowed heavily from Dark Souls, but then did innovate a lot. Like it yeah. was, a, it yeah. felt like yeah, a it, very different game to Dark Souls. What if Dark yeah, Souls? It's like, oh, it's Dark Souls. Yeah. What if Dark Souls had a greater focus on platforming? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that that's a big achievement, a big accomplishment, and uh, of course, Samurai. So it's you know, I'm all for it. All right. Well, yeah. yeah so that's, let's that's Leo's. Let's jam. put that up on the board. Uh, anyone else want to throw out something? I, I got more. I can throw them all out. Well, uh, let's I rotate want, a little bit. I want to throw out Resident Evil Two. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, that game I'm, was amazing. I feel it. I feel that one. I'm actually really excited for Resident Evil Three, and I yes. think that is definitely due to how good of an experience I had with Resident Evil 2. Yes. Th- that one That one was, like, m- my most surprisingly good game. Like, sure. Because, like, most when unexpected. that game was... Yeah, when that game was announced, I was just like, oh, cool, I guess. And then, like, I played it, and I was like... That, that was another game where you played that, and you felt like, oh, shit, they spent some fucking time designing this police station. Like, oh, the way... Yeah. The, the, the way the level yeah. flows, like, the... the like, the flow of that game just going through all the rooms in the police station and yeah. like running away from uh mr x like yes yeah. yes yeah it, it it doesn't even feel like the original game it feels like no, a completely new game new and, uh, but i will say the same thing that i said you know back in october or whatever whenever we did it the fucking mr x teleporting across the world made no <laughs> goddamn sense that's the only thing and no it didn't but i, I mean like I feel like when you play that game and you've never played any Resident Evil games, like myself, and you're like solving a puzzle and you just hear Mr. X's footsteps yeah, in the background, yeah. you're like, <laughs> oh my god. Person. Yeah, and I think that adds to it. Yeah, you can't sure. get that without the teleporting. That's true. Absolutely. Uh, I, I insist that that definitely be one of our five. I do like that pick. Um, okay, I'll throw in one to the, to the pot. Uh, Katana Zero. Yes, that... Yes. That's that would have been that would have been my game of the year. Katana Zero I, was. Amazing. It is my that is my number one pick. Yeah, same. Sure. Okay, well, well, seems like that one needs to go up there for sure. Then I feel very strongly about that one. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll I'll throw into the mix here. Hmm. What should I? From my list, what should I pick? Um. Cadence of Hyrule. Ooh, oh, yeah. interesting. Oh, that's an <laughs> interesting pick. Leave it to Justin to pick the Zelda game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I loved, I, I, I enjoyed that game very much, and it was very fun. Mm-hmm. Now, and, you, you, uh, des- you think it deserves I, to be in the top five games of 2019, though? I don't know. It's hard, because <laughs> I'm a bit of a late owner to a PlayStation. Sure. Um, I haven't played a lot of the 2019 games other than a lot of them were on Switch, so I'm very biased right now. Uh, because the only time, having a kid, the only time you can play a game is when you're laying in bed. So, I end up yeah, playing Switch my Switch. For that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm aware, like, I, I've seen gameplay of Resident Evil 2, so I know how that game plays and what it looks like. And I've seen Sekiro, um, but... It, it's hard. It like 
of all the games, going just kind of going down the games, Cadence. It, I guess Cadence is more of like a personal one. That that would be my personal number five. Okay. If anything. All right. Let me throw well, out a personal one. All right. Baba is you. That was on my list, dude. That, yeah, that was almost gonna make that was gonna make my uh, list, yeah, dude. I this was like the most innovative uh, game I played this year. I I thought this was very smart, very good puzzle game. I mean, I don't know for me if it's just speaking about how little I really was amazed by 2019 or how good this game was. It's very unusual for me to have this type of game. I think in my top five games of the year. Yeah, um, I think. This year was fantastic for indie games. Yeah. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Maybe that's just what it is. I don't think it was a big like AAA. huge developer year. Right. It was a very good indie year. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, maybe that's the only, why I the, have only, three the, only AAA, the only the only AAA games that I have are Resident Evil 2 and Sekiro and Mario Maker 2. Yep, that's on my list. So, yeah, I could understand Mario Maker. I do think it's kind of niche. A little bit. I mean, a lot of people okay. really enjoy it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it seems more for like that. Um, what is that thing that you watch? The speed run crowd and like yeah. the Nintendo crowd. And, you have to um, be a platforming fan and should probably platforming. Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. I, it just didn't really gel with me. But yeah, I get if, it. It's if if you're not really like you have to be either like you know the Kaizo Mario like super hard level fan. Or right. you have to like have that creative bug and enjoy creating Mario levels, or you have to just like whatever going into Mario Maker and just seeing what's popular right now. That's that's yeah. if you're not one of those three people, you're not going to find anything in Mario Maker. I do think it was very important though for a lot of people, so I get it. It's a very important yeah. game release. Yeah, a lot of people were demanding that it be ported over. Yeah, yeah. which not only did they port it over because it essentially felt like the original game they added a lot more so they made it very interesting i mean they did add a lot more but if i'm going to criticize fallen order for not being innovative i kind of have to do the same criticism for mario maker 2 because it's basically just mario maker 1 but on a better system yeah on a system that sold better yeah yeah, exactly but to be fair you get more player you get more people playing on it yeah i mean it did it it did add same risk reward it, that, it added network, right? That's, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to throw another one to the mix that's, I guess, kind of personal. Not really. I don't know. I think this is, this is to me, now the definitive Battle Royale game that everyone should be playing, and we actually did a review on it. It is uh, Apex Legends. Okay. Now that's interesting. Okay. I just feel, as far as releases in 2019, Apex Legends, there's no reason yeah, to... That- be- be playing Fortnite or even PUBG, which that, I love. Yeah, that game just blew up oh, too. Yeah. Like it came out this year, and it's like one of the biggest now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nuts. I mean, it, they uh, again, like that is that is exactly what we're talking about: taking the best things from these other games and packaging it up into one little nice thing. They innovated a little bit, but not really that much. But like to James's point. They became the master <laughs> of of battle royale. Like, I felt like they innovated a lot. Like, yeah, no, uh, they did. Yeah, yeah. They but turned I mean, the like, formula upside down. Essentially. They did, but they did it. But they they did it all so well, so smoothly, and it, all the parts that they borrowed from, they mastered like masterfully brought into this one game so well that like I don't understand what what the hell's the point of playing any other battle royale game, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, Respawn's two for two. Uh, yeah, yeah, in man. terms of good games. Sure. Well, do you want to then throw out uh, Fallen Order, John? Ooh. Uh, well, while I did really love the game, and I, it's like probably one of my personal favorites, I definitely don't think it's uh, top five of the year worthy. Okay, I I don't I don't either. I actually I think if I made a top ten, it still wouldn't make the list. Oh, it would make a top ten. It would not. Yeah, yeah I feel like it would absolutely really? no. Okay. Like think of all the other. Okay, because like uh, top ten, I, man. No, okay, because I also have <laughs> think think about this. Slay the Spire came out this year. Mortal Kombat uh, 11 came out this year. Bloodstained oh, yeah. came out yeah. this year. Fire yeah, Emblem yeah. Three Houses came out this year. Yeah, uh, that's where you start getting to like the Jedi Fallen Order range to me. Yeah, no, it is, it is. But I would still put Three Houses before Fallen Order. Probably, yeah, probably. And uh, recently, I just played. Uh, it just came out a couple months ago, but I just played Disco Elysium. Have you guys played that? No. Uh, it, no. It's it's, no. it's it's a really weird RPG. It's it's like a it's like a D and D like D and D RPG, but replace. There is no combat. Like there is no. You don't fight anything. Like everything in the game you is just con- dance. <laughs> you just dance. Everything in the game is a <laughs> is a conversation. So like, um, like let's say you're trying to convince someone of something. You have to roll the dice. Let's say, uh, you. Uh, you want to prevent your character from being too scared to do something, you have to roll the dice, and that's a stat you have to check against. Like, everything is, um, uh, I don't know, conversations. It's interesting. It would not make my top. Sounds great, James. (laughs) It's very, I don't know, it's experimental. It's, uh, it's another, I don't know. It's a, uh, uh, whatever, uh, a good indie, really, to Ryman's point of, uh, good indie games this year. Maybe, I thought, um, maybe it should be our next episode or something. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought a good runner-up for, like, top five. Like, if I had to add games to my top ten, uh, I think Outer Worlds is pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't talked about Outer Worlds. That's yeah. right. I mean, I got a lot of critical acclaim. Yeah. Um, a lot of hype. I haven't played it, so I... I, I thought just, it was a better Fallout game than the Fallout games, and then I also thought it borrowed some elements from Mass Effect really well. Yeah, and it even looked kind of Bioshocky too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, like you're saying, Leo, it did a lot of uh, pack- repackaging in a masterful way. Yeah, I mean, if if someone were to bring that one up, I don't know that I could argue. I mean, from what I've read about it. Um, yeah. All right. So I think we've talked about most of the major games. This no, year, no, 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 no. There's one oh, major oh, game oh, oh, that oh, is okay. All right. Is gone under everyone's radar, and I'm always the one to bring up these games. But uh-huh. I'm being a hundred percent honest here. Untitled Goose Game. Ooh. Ah, you beat me to Ooh. it. Come on. That's a good one. That a, a good one. That, that's in my that's list. A that's a, this is a great game for that a lot was of weird a, reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it touched such a different note. Yeah. It's like a game you don't expect to be a game. Right. Yeah, it's like... And the title's amazing. A, a game about puzzle solving and being a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just being an asshole, and everyone knows geese are assholes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's the lore is perfect, <laughs> you know. But it's also a very like decently well done like stealth game and stuff. True, yeah. true. Yeah, you, you can beat the game in like a couple hours, but still, like that game just was so fun to play. To be an asshole goose, yeah, was 
Like now I want to be a goose. Like now my spirit animal <laughs> is a goose. I just love everything. Like just, it's just humorous to me in a, in a in a in a in a time period where political, you know, anxiety is high and and you know like so many bad things happening in our world. This freaking like untitled goose game comes out and just brings the masses together and they're all like, yeah, here's something great and awesome and funny and silly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And of course, it, it spawned many a meme. Oh, for sure. All right. You guys want to try to rank our games now? All right. What do we got? Uh, okay. Do we want to start with number five or number one? Number one is definite Katana Zero. Are we wrong? I mean, am I wrong there? Uh, it would be my number one. Can you guys argue that? I can agree with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, All number right. one, Katana Zero. Is number two not Resident Evil 2? How good was that game? I, I would agree, Resident yeah, Evil Yeah, I would say, I'm yeah, RE2. I'm down for that. All right, now here's where it gets dicey. What's number three? Yeah. Oof. So I would put either Apex Legends or Untitled Goose Game somewhere in this mm. zone. What were the other candidates? Uh, Sekiro. Uh, I can see Sekiro, too. Outer Worlds, Mario Maker, Baba is Mario you. Maker. I'm fine with uh, either Leo's or Sekiro. Yeah, I think it's between those three: Apex, Sekiro, yeah. or uh, Goose Game. It, when I thought three, I thought I thought Sekiro. Okay, I could see I'm... I could see Sekiro. That, that okay, makes more sense. Sekiro yeah. number three. Sekiro. Right. Okay. Number number four. Number the three. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> now now we're in four. Now I don't feel strongly about anything anymore. Like. Uh, I, okay. I don't know what Untitled Goose Game number four. Okay, okay. yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I feel like Goose Game was huge, man. It was a huge thing this year. It was. It absolutely was. Goose Game worthy number four? of number four. Yeah, let's do All it. All right, what's number, number five? five? Last game. Who makes it Shit. in? Man, so it's between Apex Legends, Baba is You, Mario Maker, Mario Maker, and mm. something that. John mentioned Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Yeah. Outer Worlds. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. John, if you felt strongly about Outer Worlds, I don't know that I could deny that number five pick. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I really liked Outer Worlds, um, but I'm not gonna like. It sounds like Untitled Goose Game was more appealing here in this group. Well, yeah, but we I already mean, put yeah. that at four. Oh yeah, that's number four. Never mind. So we're we're uh, comparing okay. it so, to Baba is You and wh- what was the other one we were comparing it to? Uh, Apex Legends. I Apex. think it's still on. It's still on the. I mean, I did. I really did like Apex. Apex too. to me is just so important for 2019, and battle royale is a very huge genre for you know the younger crowd especially. And I feel like Apex just wraps I, everything up nicely. I think Respawn deserves a spot in the top five. I think you're right. I think you're right, John. Okay, but not for Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. All right, that's no. our five. Sure. Uh, so number one, Katana Zero, amazing. Uh, number two, Resident Evil 2, also amazing. Uh, number three was, remind me what number three was. Uh, untitled. No, Sekiro? Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro, that's Sekiro. right. Sekiro, amazing level design. Number four, Untitled Goose Game. You get to be a dick. And number five, Apex Legends. Yeah, that feels um, like a top five right there. Yeah, and yeah, it's a good one. We we have full episodes on most of those games, uh, so you yeah. can go back so, and and listen to our episodes on those. I guess that means we have to do Untitled Goose Game next, or Sekiro, or Sekiro. Yeah, 
Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> untitled Goose Game. All right. I'm curious well. in trying this Untitled Goose Game. All right. We might, we might <laughs> have to talk oh, dude, about John, you'll love Goose it. Game. John, yeah. you'll absolutely love that game. Yeah. Yes. No, no lie. I'm excited. Right. Yeah, I've been hearing all about it. Oh, shit. I forgot to do our self-plug. Um, Let's do it now. This podcast You should really... Is, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, stop. Yeah, 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 you yeah, should yeah, really okay. just separately record that and save it and then just plug it in yeah like, but the beginning I, but and end of the no but then like you know that it's canned audio that you've heard before so and then like people fast forward no no no. i like recording it live let's record it all together all right we're live. doing it live this <laughs> podcast is brought to you by our patrons uh and Yay. you listener you can also be a patron if you navigate to patron.com and find good games cast uh, your Patreon money helps us pay for the uh, software we use to host this podcast. The syndication um, of the Good Games podcast. That's correct. And also, you can uh, email us at goodgamescast.com at gmail.com. Jesus. Um, sorry, that's <laughs> goodgamescast at gmail.com. There is no Jesus so in it. There's, there's no Jesus no, in the email? <laughs> there's no Jesus in that email. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, that's why we do this live. You, you end up with I understand good, now. Yeah. Now I understand all the yeah. banter adds to it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, tis the season. Um, and uh, shout out to, uh, again, to our patrons, uh, Lars Mortensen and Fair King. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, you help make this podcast possible. Uh, all right. Should we get to endorsing? Let's endorse. Let's endorse. Um, uh, since we've had a very Star Wars episode, by the way, uh, listeners, stick around at the end of this episode. We're going to do a, a, a full spoiler review of the latest Star Wars movie, Star yes. Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and since we've had a very Star Wars episode, uh, I'm going to take a very low-hanging fruit endorsement and endorse oh endorse the best star wars media right now which is definitely not mm. rise of skywalker it's definitely nope. the mandalorian on disney yeah. plus it yeah. is very if you want some good star wars um it's it's right now on disney plus uh, the mandalorian was very good it just concluded its first season and it was good it was some damn good star wars i want that more was a, that was a little bit of a weird show for star wars to me because like it didn't uh I mean, it just wasn't typical, I think, of like what we've seen for Star Wars stories. It was very good. It was yes. very good writing yes. and characters and everything. Yes. But like, you know, it was, just, it was unusual, I think, for like what we're used to for Star Wars. But I mean, mm -hmm. I loved it. And it's exactly... It, sh it shows you like a... It gives you like a different perspective. Yeah. And it's exactly what I want from Star Wars right now, which is mm -hmm. new locations, new characters, new stories. Like, I, I'm... Yes. I'm yes. so tired of like... I don't know the Skywalker, Skywalkers, and Tatooine, and the same characters we always run into. Look, there he is, it's the same guy. It's it's Boba Fett, and like, oh, there he is. It's Jabba the Hutt and Darth right. Vader. You don't want the Death Star for the fifth time. I the Death Star. <laughs> we build another one. We've it's created another, a new Death Star. Another Death Star, and the Jedi's have to come destroy it. Like I don't know. Star, yeah. To me, Star Wars has been uh, kind of. Whatever we can we can talk about Rise of Skywalker later. We we we've been kind of retreading the same ground over and over again, and it was nice to get something fresh and new with the Mandalorian uh, that is good. It's 
Yeah. It's very good. It's well acted, which is difficult because the main character is uh, wearing like full armor and like including a helmet the whole time, like yeah. a full yeah. helmet. And which you said the, the main ca- the main character is Baby Yoda. <laughs> the main character is Baby Yoda, if you ask the internet. Um, but uh, I would imagine that makes it very difficult to act when no one can ever see your face. But he does a lot of good body acting. Uh, the show is really well written. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, okay, so the two main characters uh, are a bounty hunter uh, who is a Mandalorian who wears the, the you know full suit of armor. And eventually he finds this little baby who looks like Yoda. So the internet calls him Baby Yoda. Um, so, like, the interesting thing about the show is the main character, because he's, like, this awesome, badass bounty hunter guy, he doesn't talk a whole lot. And the baby uh, literally cannot talk because it's a baby. <laughs> yeah, right. So the show uh, doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue, which I find is a good an interesting premise to try to write your episodes around. Like, it's an interesting creative challenge. Uh, and um, the result is the show does a lot of, um, like, showing action and, like, showing. It does a lot of show instead of tell, which is good. Uh, anyway, because, like... I like the... I, I, I think the, th- the part I like about the main character is that... From the very beginning, you, you kind of had to guess what he's thinking a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. he does good body acting and stuff, but, like, sometimes body movements can be taken as, like, two different ways. So there, and from the very beginning, when you don't know anything about what the show is about, it's like you're not really sure what he's thinking. You're trying to get into his head, which is probably how every other character sees that character. Yeah. So so that was particularly well done. And, I mean, Pedro Pascal is a phenomenal actor, um, but here's the thing. I would submit that he was the best actor in the show. Mm, yes, but what are you comparing him against? Like, there's not a all lot of, of other... the other actors. Yeah, but there's not terrible. that many other actors. <laughs> they yeah, all like he's he's on the screen almost yeah. majority of the time. Exactly. Any other character he comes across sucks. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. No, false, wrong. They're wrong. terrible. Cara Dude. Dune is great. IG Eleven. <laughs> Fantastic! I, I do no, no, no. I do. Levin is—he's not really standing in front of him. That's a voice actor. that's different. That, that's my but point. What are you comparing him against? The, Baby Yoda? Every other like, no, every other <laughs> live-action actor. Like there the are there are me- no other live. Cara Dune oh, and oh, like the, me- the mechanic. Creator, the only other two actors. No, the mechanic lady. <laughs> Oh, okay, 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 okay. She's terrible. Like two episodes. Terrible. God awful. The really? the bount- the bounty hunter guy speaks uh, like he's reading every line. The bounty, bounty hunter guy? leader? The, the leader. The... Le- oh, Apollo Creed? Yeah. He seems, yeah. seems like he's reading every single line. Uh, uh, oh, bounty hunter, how are you doing today? <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. I don't know. I, he's not terrible. Like, he's not bad. The, the, the shock trooper, ex-shock trooper girl. Cara Dune, like, I liked her. She just seems like she's like trying so hard to be cool, but not. Uh, I thought she was pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just feel like the acting was not particularly good in a lot. So of So he's the best actor of four actors. Is your point? No, I mean, there's. I mean, I can go. I can go on. Can all the you? villagers. What are the other characters? There's not all that of many the other characters in the show. All of the other villagers in the village. <laughs> they're, they're, come on. 
Come on, those are extras. Those are background characters. They're terrible extras. <laughs> All right, The Mandalorian's great. Go on. Mandalorian is great, though. It's All a right. fantastic. Who else story. is endorsing something? Uh, I don't know if you guys have been checking it out, but uh, there's a new series on Netflix called The Witcher. Oh, oh man, you shit. stole my endorsement. Okay, tell, tell me about this. I oh. yeah. All right, I too endorse The Witcher. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well doubly, I'm, I second that. Is this good? Okay. I've been interested in the show. Oh, is it's, this good? it's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, I have some nitpicks at it. I'm, I'm only on episode two. I'm still in the process of watching it. But um, uh, I think it's it better. The series is more true to form, I think, to the books than the games were. Yeah. Uh, so, so I've heard. Um, but yeah, like it, it's 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 great. It does a lot of the thing that the game does, and it makes you feel like you're in the Witcher universe. And uh, it still follows Geralt of Riviera, uh, of Rivia. I don't know why I said Riviera. Of Rivia. <laughs> Geralt of Riviera. <laughs> and the guy who plays Geralt's pretty good. I have no uh, no major issues with him. But like, Henry Cavill, uh, who played Superman in the new DC movies, too. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. yeah. Everyone everyone loves Henry Cavill. He's he's pretty good. He's a big um, nerd. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it does a lot of the things the game does. Like, you have the Witcher, who is like a mutant, and he fights monsters for bounties, and everyone hates him, but he's kind of like a necessary evil because he helps people. And the monsters are like... It's pretty cheesy. I think the special effects are pretty corny, but in a good way. Like, it feels like one of those daytime sci-fi series that used to play like back in the day. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I I think the one, like, a couple of things I can nitpick at it is like the first scene he like the first opening scene of the show he's fighting a monster, and he only has the silver sword. He doesn't have the two swords, and so like yeah, that my, bothers me. Yeah, I complain. I like yeah, it made me uh, really upset because he has two swords, and the reason why he has yeah. two swords is and like the games do a good job of explaining it is uh, he has a, a steel sword for the humans whenever he has to fight people because they don't like him. And then he has a silver sword for the monsters, because the monsters are weak to, to silver, at least according to the game. But they do the other things from the games pretty well. Like, there's a medallion, um, there's Yennefer. But, that, but that's, that's part of the book series, too, that, that whole concept of witches having two swords. But they do kind of explain it in the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. He, he does carry around, a like, a pack that holds his other sword. So, like, which he basically chooses a sword for this, like... Episode for what he's for what he's doing and packs the other one up. Yeah. Okay. And that makes rather sense. than actually strapping both onto his back, which admittedly is probably something you would only see in a video game. You know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I I do think the the story is more like more hardcore for the book fans than for anyone else because like even me who's like really into the games like I'm like lost some of the time like when they go over some things. Well, that's interesting. Um, so. Just since, since it's also my endorsement, I want to say that uh, the Witcher series on Netflix is a- appealing to all audiences. Because if my wife can watch a show, it has to be pretty much, it has to hold its own outside of its nerdy origins, right? So whether sure. you are not familiar with, are familiar with the books or the game, she is not familiar with any of it. And she loved the show, and she was actually interested in, in seeing every episode. Like she was like hooked. So, you know, I guess they do a decent enough job of giving you like talking about things that you don't know anything about until later to like you know hook you as a as a watcher. As a, sure, as a, I feel like story and character wise, there's definitely something for everyone. But like yeah. lore wise, like there's things that like 
I don't, they like, talk about a lot without really going into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the overarching, like, larger universe, I guess, they kind of hint that. I will say, if you were to watch, you know, just watch the first episode, guys, if you haven't seen it. I do think that the choreography in that episode is um, groundbreaking choreography for fantasy, like, medieval mm-hmm. sort of genre. Um, and mm-hmm. in, in fact, I learned recently in an interview with Henry Cavill that that was done in uh, reshoots, like after the main production of the show. And they went back and like just did the whole choreography for that scene in episode one. And it is, I mean, it is a definitive and very important part of the, like Geralt of Rivia, like his character. So this was an important scene. Gary so of, they paid a lot of attention. Gary of the river, river lands. Uh, Riviera. Gary, <laughs> Gary of Riviera. Yes. That's, that's Geralt's cousin. <laughs> You've met my cousin Geralt of Rivia. I am Gary of the Riviera. Geraldo um, de Riviera. Geraldo de Riviera. <laughs> yes. Uh, his lesser known cousin. Yes. So, um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of important things in that show. So give it a watch. Uh, Justin, what do you have to endorse? Okay. So I thought about this one. And it, I don't... It's not as much as an endorsement as it is something I just noticed that I've, I I guess I've never noticed as a kid. Okay, so Christmas just happened, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, on cable television, what do they do? They play Christmas shows up the ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? They shove them, shove them down your throat. Mm-hmm. Especially the the old uh, claymation ones. Oh, yeah. You have, you know, like uh, Rudolph. Rudolph the Red-Nosed, mm-hmm. Red, Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, the the one the first christmas things like that so rudolph in rudolph the red-nosed reindeer all right yeah, when you think of santa nose. right yep. you think of santa and he's like this big happy jolly guy and uh you know you're, you always think good thoughts because he seems like he's a big happy dude and he gives everyone gifts and you're like oh wow santa's such a good person it's like me why why the hell is santa the biggest fucking asshole <laughs> In Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> he is like, kind of a dick. Like, he is a dick in that entire fucking movie. Doesn't he, he get really nice at the is. end? He, yeah, at the end. He gets nice. He literally, like, he bitches at the elves after they sing. He fucking, like, bashes Donner for having, like, like this horrible-looking child. It's just, like, it's so bad. Okay. Like, Santa's just a Look, complete fucking asshole. I think it's teaching kids an important lesson. That even that Santa Santa's Claus... An asshole can get stressed due to a lot of work and he might bring it home and slap his wife around and that's oh no you know oh no like even too like they make a comment that like santa hasn't been eating he's like gotten really skinny he doesn't have his like large body yet but you know it's gonna happen doing crack yeah it's like like what the fuck is going on with santa and rudolph like white he, powder like, with his eggnog. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like he's like he's on drugs. Yeah, he's like stressing out, and he's either like drinking a lot, or he's like like but work going is, out. Work is crazy, and he never gets any time alone, and the kids are annoying him. And, you know, Mrs. Claus isn't put out anymore. Right, and, it's, you it's, know, it's really it's real. <laughs> that's really real, man. That's home life right there. Uh, 
I need but to go rewatch just... Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Now. It's bad. It really is bad. It, from the beginning of the movie too, he's just a dick, like outright. Yeah, no, it's so true. bad. That's true. He's kind of a dick. In, uh, in real yeah, life. that's my um, that's my endorsement. Go watch Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and see how how much of an asshole Santa is. There you go. Happy yeah. 2019. Santa's a dick. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, wait, yeah. so oh, well, so, yeah, yeah. so we're about to get to uh, 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually New Year's Eve tomorrow, guys. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah. And uh, since since John kind of stole my endorsement, I'll have a secondary endorsement. Mm. I have been given authority to bring this up in this podcast episode. Oh. Oh. My other endorsement for you, the people, the listeners of this podcast, all... 30 of you viewers <laughs> is to find yourself a woman if you're a man or if you're a woman find yourself a man i guess or if the you're point you is, know you can find yourself a woman if you're a woman well no no this is specifically not 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 someone to love <laughs> someone to impregnate oh because i endorse impregnating your significant other hey why are you endorsing that oh yeah leo because i did that in 2020 fourth of july expect baby leo All on this right. podcast nice. the best christmas present ever huh oh i yeah. i wish it's a i hope it's an independence baby i i'm really really hoping for that yeah so yeah, yeah i mean and of what course yeah say? if 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 you're an interesting couple you know obviously you're gonna have to find someone else to impregnate and then bring the baby home if if that's what yeah, you I was do, gonna say you know. the way you endorsed that was go find someone, impregnate them, right. have a baby with them. Don't right. fall in love with them. Just go and impregnate them. Right. I mean, well, you yeah, did say you don't have to. Uh, well, yeah, because I'm not talking like I mean, if you're like you know a guy and guy or a girl and girl, like you can't you physically, you know, you yourself cannot impregnate the other the same, you know. So no, I, I think Justin's. Do, yeah. I think Justin's point was you didn't specifically endorse like falling in love or anything. You're just saying get no. somebody pregnant. Yeah, no, yeah, that's like what you, I mean. You go yeah, to a bar, I mean. you lean next to the woman, and you say, "Hey, baby, do you <laughs> want to have a baby?" Right? And she goes, "Sure." Well, because all right, some, let's have a baby. Some people don't like, necessarily want to have a baby with their significant other. It's just get someone pregnant. That's right. the endorsement. Hey, get somebody pregnant, <laughs> listeners. I mean that that is a thing technically. Yeah, <laughs> listeners. Hey, uh, go out and get somebody pregnant. There you go. Endorsed yeah. by Leo. <laughs> It's it's a new experience. I'm I'm already almost, I'm a year and a half in um, as of yesterday of having Ooh, a kid. It is right. definitely a new experience. Mm. Oh yeah, it is a different experience. It is a stressful experience. I'm sure, but it is, is it when that moment comes, it'll be one of the greatest moments of your life. Leo. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, I you know we've been we've been at it for a couple of years, so we're really excited and we're really you know in the honeymoon phase of the whole thing like we're just like so excited of course when the baby comes i'm sure i'll be crying at some point you know and yeah. stressed out and pulling my hair out or whatever but uh, i'm already just like thrilled at all the terrible things that are happening to my wife and she's be sick and dealing oh, with yeah. all the pregnancy symptoms and i'm just like yes this is exciting um so, <laughs> while she's puking yeah she's she has puking her problems. brains out and yeah all that she's yelling at you she I'm wants like, to eat weird food i'm like yes like, but oh, we're gonna great. be parents awesome so Qu- question for you leo yes are you gonna have a crazy gender reveal party you know a lot of people ask me that uh i don't know what the appeal is there oh there's My, some crazy ones online if you look them up 
They're, really? Oh yeah. What? I, there were okay. Okay, my wife's friends apparently did one with eggs. Oh. So they were colored eggs, okay. and some of them were hard boiled, and and only one was not. I think. Hmm. So if every so you had to break the eggs against your head. Oh. No. You have to pick a color and break it against your head, and if it was the raw egg, then that's what the gender was. That's kind of silly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is how ridiculous this crap's gotten. So, someone did like a smoke bomb out in Arizona or something, and like the color of the smoke determined the gender of the kid. And then what ended up happening is they caused like a forest fire and like burned down like three <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's terribly I did it awful, for you a little, but, Jimmy. But that's uh, kind of funny, too. No, I, I, you know, me and Taryn are, are kind of like, we. she's definitely a planner. James probably can attest. Yeah. Because um, he's known her for as, almost as long as I have. And uh, she needs to know, I'm pretty sure, ahead of time what the baby, like, just so she can, like, plan accordingly. Just, you know. I don't know. Whatever sort of gadgets you need specifically for one genitalia over the other, like she has to have it all. So I don't know. There's certain there's certain like things like diapers or clothes that you need for one or the other, or things you need to know how to do. And she wants to decorate differently. She wants she wants to decorate differently for one or the other. Like you know. Yeah, most toys are gender neutral, so you don't have to worry about. Yeah, those yeah, no, but like to her, it's even down to just like which theme she wants to do. Like, not a particularly gender swingy theme, but just like, well, if it's a girl, I want to do this, and if it's a boy, I want to do this. It's like the yeah, and it, really, there are two themes that you could do for either one. But like, she just wants to specifically have. It's, it's crazy. She just plans meticulously. Um, and me, uh, you guys probably already knew. Just by my terrible ability of keeping secrets, that I can't really keep a secret, so yeah, I have to know yeah. immediately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll know, and we'll probably like announce what the baby's you know supposed to be coming out as um, to the world or whatever. <laughs> you can never be coming out you, as. You can never be. Xenomorph. You can never be a hundred percent sure, man. Like if there's one thing I've learned about this whole process is that doctors don't know shit. They don't know anything oh, no. about. This. Yeah, they don't. They know, know nothing. Fine. And so yeah. they're always like, well, I'm about 80% sure you're having a human being. And I was like, dude, what? Oh, it turns out this. it was just diarrhea. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. But we will announce immediately because um, I can't hold a secret. All right. Here's okay, hoping so it's you, a human so you, being. So you guys, want to, you guys want to know the gender right away. Oh, right away. Like once, yep. once it's like mm-hmm. able to see, yep. you want to be able to. Oh, yeah. And then we'll let every, everybody else know, too. Okay. Maybe in a cool way. Like maybe we'll take a like, cool photo or something. I don't know. Oh, you're gonna have a gender reveal party? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, okay. Well, we'll the know. way me and my the way me and my wife did it was we knew what it was and we yeah. pretty much announced it to everyone else. That's but see, that's not a gender reveal. That's a gender announcement. I yeah, but, it, but the thing was, our family was more excited to know what the gender was. Yeah. Yeah. Like for us, it was just like yeah. It, uh, for us, it was the same thing. Yeah, we just wanted to know what it was so we can start preparing early. Yeah, and making sure we're getting all the right clothes, the right you know kind of. And that's fine. You know, Look, I'll, most I'll be, of his stuff is obviously gender neutral, but of course. But here's here's the, I'll be hundred percent honest with honest with you. The main reason we can't like have like a proper gender reveal like party, or like you literally the the mother and father like, you know don't know what's happening and then like they open a box and it's like well here's oh, what yeah, it is true. right yeah. the main yeah. reason we can't do that is because if that comes out with like blue smoke 
Taryn will probably burst into tears immediately because she really wants a girl really bad. So, oh no! So she so, won't you be know. happy either way. No, no, no. She's gonna be happy either way. It's just that immediate disappointment. Reaction. I think that you have to get through, and then you're like, okay, no, but I'll love him, <laughs> you know. But so it's probably fair to do that in private. But so on the flip side, if Peaksmoke comes out, she'll like freak out. Oh, she, yeah. Happy. I mean, it's high risk, high reward, I guess. <laughs> and then Leo will cry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm happy no matter what. I just want a healthy baby. And she, yeah. I just hope she doesn't have my nose because it's huge. And that's all I can ask for. 50-50. Yeah. So I think the moral of this story is um, uh, get go, somebody get, pregnant. go get somebody pregnant. Uh, don't cause a forest fire. Uh, don't forget your genitalia gadgets and, um, (laughs) Santa's an asshole and Santa's a fucking asshole. Uh, all right. So that's the podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's sign off and then review rise of Skywalker. Um, Oh yes. I'm very excited about this. All right. Uh, for the good games podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo. I'm John. And I'm Justin. We'll oh, see you next time. I wasn't time. sure how we were going to do that. Yeah, that, that was scary. You guys did that perfectly. That was scary. <laughs> that was a new frontier. <laughs> we have never signed off with four people before. We that probably was, should have practiced that. That was amazing. Yep. Though. That was improvisation. Good job, guys. Right Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Good job. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye. 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 See ya. Rise of Skywalker, yeah? All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, on. Just oh, oh Justin, have, no, 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 don't stop. Uh, Justin, have you seen this movie? I have not. Oh! oh. Yeah, I have had no, like, break since the movie's come out to go see oh. it. Justin, do it's you want sucks, to so. have us spoil the movie for you in every way? <laughs> to be honest, I almost don't give a shit anymore. Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm like in James's attitude where it's just like it, I'm done with it like what what can it be now but <laughs> this is then great. again I do want this is great by the way yeah if if you <laughs> I would love to explain all the bullshit of this movie to you but I need do to you want to do it I need to make sure you're okay with having this entire movie spoiled I the thing is for me if someone explains a movie and then I go see the movie it it, it usually I still find it as a different experience of like watching it versus hearing it, people it explain might be it. So to be honest, I think this is good. I think you guys <laughs> so need excited. to pitch this movie to me. <laughs> I'm so yeah. excited. And either I mean, convince I, me to see it or not to see it. I think this might be good because it'll be a completely fresh perspective and we'll just tell what the movie is and he'll be able to honestly tell us. Like, <laughs> this, this is great you know. because, okay, I've, I've seen it with, I saw the movie with John, so I know what John's thoughts on it. John's actually pretty mm-hmm. high on this movie. I am on the polar opposite end. I thought this movie was trash oh, wait, hold on, hold on. my thoughts immediately after the movie were positive but after it sat and sank in with me i think the movie is absolute garbage what what, <laughs> what? you went full 180 <laughs> you, yeah, you were really high on this no i the more i thought about it the you slept on it that that's how i felt with solo was like solo was like yeah it was all right you know it wasn't exciting wasn't i obviously was not the best and then like as i dwelled on it more i just started to like hate it yeah and like why did they do that why did they do what this? the hell was the point so this and, is oh. great so this is great so i get to play devil's advocate not because yes. i love the movie 
but I do think it was fine. Okay, so, I, I don't even think it was fine. I thought it was just a disaster, <laughs> like all okay, around. So disaster. let's uh, so bring uh, me bring me on to Disaster Town, and I will argue okay. the fine points. Okay, first of all, Justin, did you like the Last Jedi? Mm. Which was the movie right before this one? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. I felt like the Last Jedi didn't go anywhere. Okay, I didn't like. <laughs> I pretty much didn't like the. What is it, Poe and Rose or whatever? Oh, oh I, I got news for you about Rose, because Rose is not in this fucking movie at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just yeah. fucking straight up took her out. They're like, yeah. oh, like, hey, They created this whole here. love triangle, and they took her out. She was demoted to an extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was, there was literally, she, her only line in the movie is to explain why she's not in the movie. She's like, she's like, <laughs> hey, uh, I gotta stick behind at the base, because uh, the internet doesn't like me, and JJ said I had to stay here. Yeah. That is like well, at least like JJ listened to the internet. I mean, no one, no one fucking liked that at oh, all. No boy. one wanted that in that movie. <laughs> oh boy, did JJ? That was the worst the part of that movie. Yeah, he okay. <laughs> this movie like undoes and retcons everything about everything. the Last Jedi. Yeah, this but, is true. by the way, did well, you, the Last Jedi everything. didn't. That's the thing with the Last Jedi. It didn't fucking do anything other than like Luke Skywalker disappeared and Kylo that's Ren about became as much as you got from Supreme it. Commander. I guess. I mean, yeah, kind of Supreme Commander. Yeah, but uh, it. Mm. But it immediately puts him in a in a position of um, lesser authority from the beginning of the. It, it ruined movie. any overarching villain, though. That's the thing. There was no yeah. Bad the, guy. the very first thing this movie does is surprise. Emperor Palpatine is back, and it's been him the whole time. He's been pulling oh. all the strings. Remember, Snoke. So, okay, Snoke was Emperor yeah. Palpatine's pawn. It was just. And he can make another Snoke if he wanted to. It's just been him the whole time. Uh, like, it was me. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so <laughs> that he was, got thrown down the shaft. That's literally a line from Le- Rise of Skywalker. It was me the whole time. Like, okay, like kept so, fart and he's so, like, it was me. But to be he, honest, though, Emperor Palpatine was probably the best thing about this movie. Okay, see, yeah. Okay. So here's the fine point. Here's, here's the fine point of view. Uh, if you are uh, a young child uh, you know getting familiar with the star wars universe as is you know owned by disney and you're likely to be young what is the most like cynical just terrible just villainous person that could possibly be in control of all these things it's emperor palpatine like that is yeah the perfect villain for he's the one who started it all right star wars the thing they're going for it is and i don't i don't dislike the way they did that like i like the oh he by the way uh, full spoilers, by the way. He literally comes back as a literal zombie. Uh, he's yeah. got, he's like all like deformed, and he's got like zombie. They don't really he's got exp- bones. They don't, re- yeah. They don't really explain any of it. They're just like, I'm evil, so I can do whatever I want. To like, <laughs> so are they going to assume the weird like, oh, he has the ability to, yeah, he learned yes, the ability to probably. pull life they, from other people. They or exactly, something they exactly to quote keep it. himself alive. Yeah, and, they exactly quote it from episode three. Yeah, the. Dark side Did of I the force is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider to be unnatural. Unnatural. Yeah, they yeah. literally he literally says that line. Yeah, literally yeah, 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 yeah. repeat that line, oh, for like word sake. for word. Which <laughs> I, I, it's fine. Like it's I fine. don't really need it's an. Fine. Ex- 
I, I don't really need an explanation for why he's back. By the way, the design, I really like the design of Zombie Palpatine. That was cool. Yeah. The thing the yeah. thing that irks me is it makes it very clear that Disney had no idea where they were going with this trilogy from the get-go. Because oh, like, for sure. At, <laughs> like the yeah. first part of Rise... I kind of got that from the second movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first part of Rise of Skywalker was, it was me the whole time. <laughs> like, fuck you! Like, <laughs> you had no idea you were going to bring back Palpatine. Like, fuck, I don't believe that this movie knew yeah. that. Wait, isn't, yeah. isn't that the same fucking thing they did with Snoke? In The Last Jedi? Was Snoke, they went to Snoke and Snoke was like, it was me bringing you together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's always that. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the second thing they retcon, uh, or, I I mean, this is a true retcon, uh, huge spoiler, Ray. by the way, remember in episode two, or episode two, fuck me, episode eight. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi when Kylo was like, hey, you're nobody, you're nothing, you have no place in the story, which I kind of like that better. Her parents were silk traders or whatever. No, actually, her grandparents, her grandparent is Emperor Palpatine. So Rey is a Palpatine. Which yeah. like oh ultimately like okay spot. they present they star. they kind of present that as the big twist of the story but like ultimately that has no bearing on anything yeah like yeah. like the only yeah, it thing just means that she... the only thing it kind of explains is like wh- why she is like an ultimate Jedi like right at the beginning of Force Awakens that's like okay. the only thing that kind of makes sense yeah okay well, well okay well that was gonna be obvious that she had some kind of probably family connection which is why she was so strong with the force to begin with yeah the, okay. everyone knew that was coming here's the fine point of view there i think it, while it is a little bit gimmicky and i i do think it's a little silly that they kind of very quickly upturn that it does tie in the inner conflict that ray experiences where she's afraid of her own self and has been uh, no, throughout the last no. couple of years. I don't buy that shit. Afraid of herself in this. No, movie. Like, what? Dude. I I don't buy that shit for a second. Like she's like, oh, bro, she I'm used so she used force lightning. I, I bullshit. She's like, I'm so afraid of what I could become. I'm so afraid. I I I'm so afraid I could turn to the dark side. By the way, I had this dream. By the way, why didn't they shoot that scene? She's like, I had this terrible nightmare where. I was on the Sith throne or whatever. That would have been a badass way to open that movie. Like, Rey's nightmare where, like, she's like an evil Sith Lord or something. That would have yeah, been Yeah, that awesome. would have been a cooler. Why yeah, the fuck yeah. did they not shoot that yeah. scene? I don't know. That would have been great. But no, great. she just, like, explains the whole... I don't buy that shit for a second. Like, there's nothing about Rey's character that, like, sells me that she's conflicted about anything. Like she's well, just like, oh, I I guess I feel the lure of the dark side because I I don't know, I, I use force lightning accidentally, so I guess that means I'm dark side now. Well, isn't it isn't it like the whole kind of like revengeful nature that she's kind of going out of her way to go kill Palpatine and putting herself in danger and then starts shooting lightning? Like she's obviously like use like giving in to her passions. I That's guess, kind of- but like where okay. And that's another thing. Like, where where do you draw the? Where does this movie draw the line between like vengeance and like doing the right thing? Because okay, I'll fast forward to the end of the movie. Like, Palpatine, oh, I know, I know what you're gonna ask. Palpatine's like, if say. you strike me down, you will become the new emperor. Whatever, whatever. Right. And that's exactly right. what happens. But like, Ray's like, no, I'm doing it for the good reasons. But like, why? Why? Like, you just say you're a good person, and then that makes you good. Like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. There's okay. no distinction okay. there. There's no distinction. Yeah. Wait, 
Wait, and they, that basically surmises why I think this movie is fine. Is because as a young, impressionable youth, you need to know when what the action that you're doing, where it's coming from. If it's coming from a place in your heart of malice, you could do the same action as something that's coming from goodness and from love, and it's like better for the overall good. That's kind of the story, I think, that they're trying to tell there at the end. And I think for young people, that's a decent story. It's like, oh, sometimes even though I have inner turmoil, I can do the same action it, from a it, good perspective. Sure, but it's very forced. You don't really get that message very clearly when, when it happens. It's like James saying, like, oh, it, two seconds later, I killed him anyways, but now I'm not a Sith yeah. No, because the, the music was all upbeat, <laughs> yeah, and then she had the two changes. lightsabers. The music changes, and that means she's a good now. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. no, it was very, it was very coarse. It was super cheesy. It by was the super way, cheesy, by the way, but by the way, um, is Palpatine's goal to kill Rey or to turn her to the dark side? I could not tell. I because like she he literally he literally says more than one time, "I want to kill Rey." Like, l- more than once he says, I want to kill you. And at the end of the movie, he's like, yeah. I never wanted to kill you. I want to turn you. <laughs> like, which is yeah. it, dude? Which one? Yeah. I think he I, just wanted either Kylo or Rey. He didn't really I, care. I don't think he wanted He wanted anything. a new Snoke, essentially. No, yeah, I, I exactly. think they just needed uh, some sort of a plot mechanic that was like a big bad guy. So he just... His his just goal was whatever they needed it to be for for that scene. Was, yeah, okay. So he was just like the bad guy. He was the bad guy. Yeah, man. he was just the big bad wolf. Yeah. Yeah. The the other thing, okay, from like a filmmaking standpoint, like this movie is two and a half hours long. Like it's it's north of two and a half hours. It's longer than that. Jesus which is Christ. Last God. Jedi had a long runtime too, but like this yeah. movie is two and a half hours long, but it's so frantic. Like every scene is like I hated rush. It. Like cut 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 yes. scene 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 go 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 yes. go 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 go. It like cut it, a lot. I was yeah, like, it was oh. really weird. Uh, like the scene is so frantically paced. Like every, it, yeah. like everything is rushed. It's just like, oh god. Now I, I I didn't notice that as much once it got to kind of like the middle and end. But I definitely noticed that in the first like thirty minutes. Yeah, it god. felt so cheap. It was just felt like like oh this is it left a bad taste in my mouth yeah, it's just the, like scene, the movie, scene 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 the movie has no sense of pace it's just like go right. go 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 and then it's like cutting that from, came across as very cheesy like very campy yeah and it yeah. gets to a point like in the middle where it's like go 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 and then it starts cutting between planets between storylines <laughs> so you get this frantic frantic cutting between scenes but then it starts cutting between plant planets and you're just like, oh yeah. my god, what is even happening right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the that, fast travel in Game of Thrones. I was, yeah, I was yeah, about to say of. like Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> like nothing. I don't know. Uh, and the other thing from like a filmmaking perspective is, can we like go back to the script of this movie and take like two or three of the fucking MacGuffins that they have to find just out of the script? Because there's so many fucking, like, little doodads and MacGuffins that they have to go find. Like, we gotta go... We gotta go find the dagger. We gotta go find the, like, Jedi hunter ship. And then, because we need that, and then we gotta get the compass. So then once we have the compass, we gotta go find the emperor. The boomerang. Like, everything is, like... And the hookshot. Like, everything is a MacGuffin to go find another MacGuffin. I I, honestly, I, I had to, like... 
I was in my seat in the theater. I was like, I can't even remember what the heroes are trying to do right now. Like, I honestly have no idea what they're doing on this planet and what they're trying to accomplish. I can't remember which MacGuffin we're looking for now. This is true. I will grant you that argument. That is... That has no saving grace. Yeah, there's, there's like, I, I, like, there's so many times where I'm like, wait, what's this character's motivation? I can't remember. Like, what are we, okay. what are we even doing? And then just to top it off, Justin, I'm going to give you the very, the pinnacle of the what the fuck moments of this. Yeah. Um, well, the, a couple the, things. Okay. There's well, a lot of what the my, fuck moments. There are, but here's to me the the most the most eye inducing pain I I felt like, okay. Biggest spoiler of all. Yeah. At the very end of the movie, the way in which <laughs> Ray defeats Palpatine, leaves oh, her. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Leaves her. Um, Scarred? I don't know. Uh, just. Like frail. Or just in a bad lifeless. state of mind. Yeah, life. Uh, she just becomes like. She passes out. And then Kylo okay. Ren appears. And Kylo Ren is kind of like more turned towards the good or whatever now. And. By the way, I don't, I don't buy that scene either. He's oh, just the like, good, uh, the good turning scene? I, I saw a vision of my dad, so uh, I guess I'm good now, I guess. Like, even though I yeah. slaughtered... So, like, okay, even so though- he, saw, he saw, like, a good vision of Anakin, essentially? <laughs> no, he saw Han Solo. Han Solo's in this movie, by the way. Oh, oh, sorry, his dad. Sorry, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> even though, at, like, the beginning of the movie, he's literally slaughtering, like, hundreds of people. Like, halfway through the movie, he sees a vision of Han Solo, and he's like, uh, I guess I'm a light side guy now. Was like, it Han Solo? Or I thought it was really about, you know, um, Leia. I think I they, they fought. They fought. They technically fought. Um, Him and Ray were team. fighting. <laughs> yeah. The, po- the so point like the is, fight. like, I, I don't really, I don't buy the fact. It was weak. I don't it's as weak. much as a, it's as, um, as much as a change as Anakin to Vader. Yes. Essentially. yes yeah. Kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't, very abrupt. I don't buy Ray being tempted by the dark side even a little bit, and I don't buy Kylo switching back to the good side. I, I didn't buy okay. any of that. I agree, I agree. But then to add to the confusion for me, and you guys help me understand this, if you will. Then Kylo Ren, good Kylo Ren, Ben, I guess, if you will, uh, comes out and just kind of touches Ray. Maybe cries a little bit. It's it's a very like sensual scene. It's really and then she wakes up. And kisses him? Yes! Yes! Like, in the theater, what? that was a full-on, I said... I was... I said... What the fuck? I said, what the fuck, in theaters, and then I did a face yeah. palm. Yeah, because all the <laughs> yeah. sexual tension for the last three movies... You <laughs> like, I was no. like, what I mean, is going on? I mean, she did seem half-naked in his weird, you know, belly <laughs> pants. No one else had seen his beautiful pecs. And yeah. of course she was like smitten. I don't buy that scene either. They're like having this super intense like life or death fight for like the fate of the galaxy, and then like all, all of a sudden she like wakes up and they start making out. Like what? She, like, what? It made no what? sense. No, yeah. no. And then and then then he disappears. Yes, yes. At yes. the same time as Leia. Yeah, like who, was, just who had been dead for days. <laughs> I I was. Oh, so Leia is definitely dead in this movie. Oh, yeah, I yeah, was. Yeah. Justin, I and, was uh, apparently Leia's a I mean, Jedi too. By the way, yeah, I was so confused there. I was like, <laughs> "What in the f is happening right now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I none of this movie makes any fucking sense right now. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> like, go watch it, and it still won't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it, it explains so much and leaves you questioning even more. <laughs> like, there's yeah, you walk out of that theater and you're just like, what the fuck? I have so many questions. Like, yeah. Um. By the way, it is so obvious that like Carrie Fisher is, and I mean, I don't really. Okay, it's so obvious that Carrie Fisher is not in this movie, and they're just taking scenes from that they shot for Force Awakens, and then just like yeah. edited them into this because like yeah, yeah, yeah. like all of her dialogue is like the most generic like because <laughs> it's like oh we gotta we gotta make this plan uh, we gotta you know go attack the Emperor and like go go do all this stuff. What do you think, Leia? I think it's a good plan. <laughs> it's like blah blah blah. Oh, no. Let's let's all let's all get together. Like, what do you think, Leia? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh no, that's how we're gonna do this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which like, I, I don't really know what the alternative is because like the alternative is you have to CG her or you have to like completely take her out of the movie. Which like, I don't know. Mm. Well, well, didn't she actually like? She was able to shoot some scenes, right? No, no, no. A- a- any scene that she's in the movie, they shot for Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, they so she's not in this one at no, all. Well, like, I mean, she's in the movie, but all of her stuff. I mean, she's in the movie, but I mean, like, not not live in the movie. Exactly. Like, they're, yeah, yeah. They're recycling it's, things. It's from just other recycled movies. footage. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's, it's some of it is un unseen footage. Like it was like cut footage or whatever. Yeah, it's it's pretty yeah. obvious though that they recycled it, some yeah. footage. Like yeah. it's very yeah. obvious that like. What Carrie like, Fisher is be, acting against is not right. Yeah, I would I would have been fine if they did like a one thing, like put Carrie Fisher in for one last time, and then kind of deviate her character off to where you don't have to worry about her character anymore. You know, <laughs> well, you don't have to, to worry. You don't have to worry because she's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or yeah, I figured like they would do something like that too. It's like, yeah. well, they really gotta, instead of like she has to die a second time. They kind of do that. Yeah, I mean, like, they forced her in this movie, but they should have just really killed her off back when, in, in uh, Last Jedi, where she got exploded into the out of the ship, you know? Like, I mean, that's fair. the most appropriate time to have I done mean, that. I mean, fair, but they yeah. didn't know the actress. They didn't know Carrie Fisher was actually going to die in real life, though. I mean, you know. They did before the movie came out. They knew she was gone. Well, like, I they guess. They they don't know. They could have posted, like, posted it. You have to go back and re-edit that movie, then. You could. Just yeah. take her out of the remainder of scenes of I mean, that if movie. It was Lucas, yeah, you're dead. So we're editing you out of this movie. <laughs> yeah, George Lucas would do it. Oh, George <laughs> Lucas would do it. Yeah. Um, can I tell you what my favorite part of the whole movie was? Though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the super obvious part at the very end when, like, it's like they're all kind of celebrating, like, yeah, things are good now. Like, Empire is lost, and then like it cuts to, uh, I don't even remember who the characters were, but it was the the. The one chick who was like on the Tauntauns, the black and girl, and Lando. Oh, oh my god! And, Lando <laughs> and Lando's wants to like, "Fuck his daughter." Yeah, Lando's like, "Hey, let's go do a a spinoff movie, okay?" And she's like, "All right." And then it keeps going with like the rest of the celebration. No, no, Lando wants to fuck his daughter, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the way oh, they said no. it, they're like, "She's like, I have no idea what my where I am from," and he goes, "Let's find out." 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so suggestively, he's like, I love that Ooh. scene. Yeah, he's like so much. Let's go find out. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, Lando, you pervert! Like, do that not. Part, that is not how you were supposed to deliver that line. That felt e. so forced and hilarious. <laughs> that was great. It. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's Star Wars. Uh, the fucking what is it? Rise of the Skywalker. Skywalker so do you wakes up? Okay, so like, do we yeah. know where the Empire stands at this point? I, it doesn't make any fucking sense because at the beginning of the movie, Emperor Palpatine just literally magics like a hundred star destroyers out of nowhere and gives right. them literally all a hundred star destroyers like planet destroying cannons. So it's just like right. okay, so I guess the Empire hundred Death Stars. I guess the Empire is just magic now. I guess. Yeah. Well, they've been working yeah. on it for years and years under. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, uh, lack of supervision. Yeah, I don't know why it took him so long to build a Death Star if he can just magic Star Destroyers out of thin air. I mean, he did build the second one pretty quickly. I guess. It's just, that was kind of magic too. It was all magic, man. Yeah. Presumably the Empire is toast, but then, like, I'm sure there's enough stragglers that well, some that's the thing. Like, new order on, will rise from somewhere. You thought on um, Return, of, Return of the Jedi, they kind of insinuate that the Empire has been quote-unquote destroyed you know like their major weapons gone right, yep yeah and then we came back uh, into back. yeah yeah we came back into the force awakens and it's like oh no no, no. the empire's just kind of changed now into it, more of a nazi regime now it's the first yeah. order yeah and <laughs> and it's still going on pretty strong and they're still making ships and now they just you know they made a weapon out of a planet it's like I mean, mm-hmm. the, the one thing I can say about this movie is that... It, When's it, the good guy going to win? No, it just it, it makes it where like you just can never trust these movies now. Because they well, can well, always just spin off a sequel and say, Well, Emperor Palpatine is really still just like a microscopic zombie. And now he's slowly coming back to life. And he's secretly <laughs> controlling the final, final order. It's like, you know, they, they can always just bring it back. That's... Well, the whole theme is like light versus dark, though, right? Like some Jedi get yeah, and you know what that, w- and all that that was the great thing about the first movies was that it was okay. You you s- getting an understanding that you know there's this entire galaxy that essentially is under control by this huge like uh, totalitarian kind of co- uh, uh, government or whatever, and that oh there's this one little you know there's this one young kid and he loses everything but then he learns of a new thing and you know and eventually in the end the good guys kind of win right then the second movie comes out and it flips it it completely inverts it so it's like the good guys are all kind of happy go lucky you know and the rebels are kind of doing really well and then all of a sudden the empire comes back and fucking strikes a blow against them and that movie ends on a bad note where the bad guys win and then it like and the well the third movie is kind of Third movie, the good guys kind of winning. The third movie, like, was all great up until I still think the end of that movie is just weird. Look, I think the proper way to end Star (laughs) Wars, and this will never, and this will never happen. It's supposed to be about balance. It's supposed to be about good and and evil have to be in balance, right? Yeah. Where are we left now? The proper way to end Star Wars is Return of the Jedi. Just stop. I I feel like the way they're doing this is like Dragon Ball Z style. 
Yeah. It's just like the force yeah. keeps getting fucking stronger. Yeah. yeah. And, and, stronger. It could, and you everyone can always just get a, stronger. In another 10 years, we'll get another trilogy and everyone will just be stronger and there'll be another stronger and very <laughs> similar sounding bad go guy. super Jedi. We keep wishing people back to life and death yes. doesn't really yes. mean yeah. anything. Yeah. And the, and the third episode, it. Palpatine will come back and be like, I've really been here the whole time because I have learned to use the force. I've learned to use the force how to alter time. Yeah, so I can control time now. That's Star Wars. Time chamber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an it's, it's an endless cycle. That's all it is. That's what we've learned. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a mess of a movie. But if you just go in there and just like turn off your brain and don't think about anything, like maybe it can be fun. I don't know. See, and that's every kid. And- <laughs> oh, oh yeah every kid has their brain right turned there. off right <laughs> every kid is that, is that what disney's trying to do are they just trying to appeal to they're like... just dumbing it down they're just dumbing it down for dumb kids and kids love it <laughs> <laughs> is so, that what is it wasn't that like lucas's purpose fine. for the the prequels right it was like and he's it, like i really made it for kids it's fine it, it's fine man like i think it's a fine it's it's a terrible movie that is fine for it, okay so plot like kid. story-wise it's terrible but as a movie, it's okay. No, oh, it's, it's I, a terrible. I would say the opposite. It's terrible. <laughs> On yeah, paper, it's a good story, but implementation what is it? Is it? Yeah, because if you around. think about it, Palpatine's been there since the beginning. Leo, you sound indifferent. Like, what's going on, man? I am indifferent. I I think it's it's fine. It's kids will love it. They'll eat it up. I think it's a terrible movie, but. <laughs> <laughs> What, is it, what are you going to do, man? Like, okay, you, well, I'm not okay, a kid, so. You can have a good movie that also appeals to kids. Like, they're not mutually exclusive. Well, this is not that. No, obviously. it is not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. It's not... Okay. It's not a good movie. It's not a good Star Wars movie. Okay, it's going to appeal to two people. It's going, But it is Star it's, Wars. It's, it's going to appeal <laughs> to a certain subset of Star Wars fans who, like... Okay, there is a lot of fan service in this movie. Like, a lot of fan service. Like, like the scene you described, Leo, where, like, Rey and Kylo make out. Like, that mm. ki- It's gonna appeal to, like, those types of fans, right? And it's gonna appeal to kids. Teenage girls. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, fan- but like fans like you, James, are people who dig in deeper into, like, the, the story of Star Wars. No, or it, like the- no there, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's trash. Yeah, it's like... Trash. And it just is, like it it's more of just appealing to the Star Wars, the basic like moviegoers of Star Wars, where it's yeah. just they want to see, yeah. like yeah. they want to see romance yeah. and they want to see sure. comedy, but they like there is fantasy. No, sure, yeah, yeah if, they don't want the casual moviegoers. They don't care if yeah. it does if it doesn't make sense. Yeah, if you want to just go to the theater and you know watch watch an action movie, like you, you'll probably have some yeah. fun with this, but like. I, yeah. I think it fails as a Star Wars movie. Like, it fails as, like, a, a good, like, capital C cinema, like, capital M movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all, it, by all metrics of an actual film, yeah. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> yeah. The, the pacing is so bad. Like, the script... Terrible. The script needs to be rewritten to just take out all of the MacGuffins, like... Too much retconning from yeah. previous movies. Uh, that like, really... Yeah. Like, honest to God, like... Regardless of what your opinion on the Last Jedi is, I found all of that retconning to be so annoying. Like, 
Like, yeah. it was like, unprofessional. Yeah, it's just like, hey, remember yeah. that last movie? Fuck that movie. Like, you know how Luke, <laughs> you know how Luke Skywalker yeah, was right. like, uh, like uh, he was like, uh, you know, a loser now, and he was like afraid to whatever. No, actually, he was on a secret Jedi mission. We just forgot to mention that. Oh, remember in the last movie where we said Ray's parents were nobody? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What actually, what we meant to say is Ray's a Palpatine. Yeah, fan service. Oh, yeah, because. Everyone in Star Wars has to be someone. Like, we can't have yeah, right. anyone who's not related to the previously established characters. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is, was, that the, was that the Luke Skywalker shit? Is that he was on a secret mission? Oh, no, yeah. He's on a secret Jedi mission the whole time. He was, he was gonna, you know, he was doing all the secret stuff for the Jedi. He didn't give he up on the Jedi. He was MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He didn't give up on the Jedi Order. He was actually on a secret mission. You just misunderstood the last movie. Like, uh, what about yeah. the ancient texts? The ancient oh, texts. Oh, they're, they, they're, they're still back in the movie. That's actually one of the MacGuffins. Yeah. Is Ray has to pull out the text, and then she realizes yeah. one yeah. of the MacGuffins wow. is. Well, um, that was the whole plot oh, was like out. Luke. Yeah. Luke was like going to burn them all, right? Yeah. But now she has them. No, Yoda was going to burn them all. Or Yoda, well, still, but like, Yoda did burn them. them all. He was so no. we thought. Yeah, but then she had them. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she she grabbed it before she left. That was yeah, the idea. Yeah. I uh, found all the retconning of the last movie to just be super yep. annoying, and it it, it well, was that, super. That annoying. was half. That was half of Last Jedi. Was all that? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it ended up it ended up being nothing. Yeah, and well, and yeah. we we and erased all of the movie. nothing that Last Jedi was, but also like not only does it like. I don't know. It's kind of a fuck you to Ryan Johnson and The Last Jedi. But also, it just makes it very obvious that Disney did not have an overall plan for this trilogy. Like, Oh, for sure. At the beginning when Emperor Palpatine, it's me all along. Like, fuck you. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. It's, their whole plan was just, hey, uh, yeah, Star Wars, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think if I were to sum- sum- summarize what the Good Games cast thinks of Star Wars... Uh, Rise of Skywalker. It would be. It's not a good movie, right? It's not a good Star Wars movie, right? But it is Star Wars. Okay, yeah, fair. And you have so, to live with it, <laughs> and you it. have to like it. <laughs> no, I mean that's just a, it's it's Star Wars, so it's so there. Who do you get? I don't that's know. That's what yeah. we get. It Someone is, uh, will like it because it's just Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, that's it. You know yeah. what? And if you want, if you're upset by the Last Jedi, just go watch the Mandalorian. It's better in every way. I I actually would say if you had to pick one Star Wars movie that was released in 2019 or Star Wars media yeah. to watch in 2019, it would definitely be Mandalorian, not yeah. Rise. Of Star I'd Wars even. Starker. I'm kind of lukewarm on Jedi Fallen Order. I'd put Jedi Fallen Order over Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, like yeah, I would, as like I would like story wise. Yeah, and I'm and I'm pretty low on the. Well, I'm not low. I'm lukewarm on the uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Get Order it, story. Uh, <laughs> I would put I, I would put the prequels before any of the new. I actually Ooh, would ouch. The, I actually would put the prequels above the last. Uh, after rewatching Episode Three, Children. I really love that movie. It's really good. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. What? No. no. Get out of here, John. Yeah. Please. You get know. Out of here. You know. I was really upset that with the lightning scene in the end of Rise of Skywalker, it was a missed opportunity for unlimited power. <laughs> yes. Unlimited power. Oh, Justin, they, they sh- you will love it though. There is one line from Palpatine that made it into Rise of Skywalker that you'll love. Okay. Yeah. Just wait for it when you see it. 
it, you'll 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 enjoy it. Um, okay. Okay. John, ep- okay, so you're gonna let me you're gonna let me sit on that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find that out for my own. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a little bit of mystery. Yeah. Okay. If you think about right. it, if you think about it for too long, you'll realize what the line is. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Now I know what yes, it is. Yes, it's in it. there. <laughs> he, he goes, do, do it. it. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they put that in. Yeah, they put that. Do in. it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Yeah. 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 Lots of fan service. Like I'm t- I'm, this movie has a lot of fan service in it. Okay, uh, yeah, but yeah, all yeah. right. Can we t- talking about fan service? Did you guys watch the last episode of The Mandalorian? Yes, I did. Oh, are we going to spoil The Mandalorian too? Fuck it, let's no, go. Uh, yeah. No, no. I'm just saying. Like, if you want to do fan service right, uh-huh. can we just give all of the awards and acclamations to the opening scene of the final episode of Mandalorian with the two stormtroopers? Oh, I don't even think that's fan service. That was just a great scene. It was a fantastic scene. I would but, take like it was fan servicey. I would take an entire series of just those two stormtroopers. <laughs> those those guys were amazing. Yes, but like the whole the whole part where they they couldn't shoot the yes. thing on the ground. So good, so. Good. I mean, that was like that was like for oh, us. Where they, and like, they know, can't aim. That's a perfect, yeah. They couldn't aim at all. And that's a perfect example of what I was talking about earlier, where the movie does a lot of like show don't tell. Like that's a perfect yeah. way, just like show that the stormtroopers are like hilariously inaccurate. Like yeah, yeah, very yeah. good, very I good. Loved it. I love I love that whole scene. It was fantastic. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, Mandalorian's fucking good, dude. I, I want yeah. some more Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I feel like the shows, like from it's like kinda, Clone Wars to yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the one Rebels Disney Rebels? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? That Mandalorian. Makes a good like point, the shows are actually like the shows are really good. Like, yeah. you know what? Fuck the movies. Just stick with the shows. <laughs> well, I, well, now I'm I'm starting to wonder, like, when people, you know, when older the older generation was watching the prequels, you know, I'm sure there was a lot of disdain from, you know, because they were, like, more nerdy and were thinking about the originals. And, oh, they're not doing it right and it's wrong. You know, which, you know, we all can agree the prequels had their shortcomings. But I wonder if then they were looking at, like, the Clone Wars show and like books and stuff that were coming out at the time that were like expanding the universe and we're thinking that's a way better medium to learn about Star Wars. Oh, right? I'm sure. Yeah, I think that's why those yeah. those things are I feel like the movies have always been about just good dumb Star Wars and <laughs> you just can't read into them that well, you know? <laughs> I, uh, I okay. But the classic trilogy, let's not no, shortchange no, 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 no. the, the classic, classic trilogy is different. Yes. The classic yeah, yeah, trilogy yeah. is different. Okay. All right, because that was the start of it all. So yeah, that was like, spark. yeah, the and, spark that ignited. Yeah, obviously, the, uh, obviously, in the making of those movies too, there was like a, an appeal to make the movies. Yeah, uh, so you had to make it like, good, good for that for that right. time because you know you had to sell the movie or else right. it would bomb, and then Star Wars would have just been nothing. Nothing, right? So, yeah. but so outside of the original trilogy. Then from that point on, it was just movies are for making money and showing to kids. And if you want to get your legit Star Wars story, get it somewhere else. Is that fair to say? <laughs> That's yeah, fair. That, let, yeah. let, let's be let's be real though. The the quali- Okay, I find the average quality of the Mandalorian to be pretty high. The quality of Clone Wars and Rebels, let's be honest, that's pretty hit and miss. Like, no, 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 yeah. no. But no, but I'm also throwing in Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay, all that's of a good the yeah, books. Yeah, oh God, Knights the books the- that expanded the universes. You know, people yeah, loved all the yeah. different novels, like that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's that's fair. Uh, by the way, I'm replaying Knights of the Old Republic right now. That game is so well written. It, it's oh yeah, it's insane how well written that game is. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fucking Star Wars. Fucking, <laughs> Star, fucking Wars. Star Wars. All right, all right. Are we gonna? Is that? Are we good? Are we done? I think we're good. All right, I gotta that go was, to bed. Yeah, that was long. That was I'm a tired. long one. I'm tired. No, just making sure I was supposed to record. I was supposed to record all that, right? <laughs> yes. No. no. Yes. <laughs> I hope or you not. Did. You you recorded no, no, all yeah, that. Yes, right? I did. Oh, no, Jesus. yes, it's all recorded. I'm just making sure yeah. I was supposed to. Oh, fuck yeah! Yes, definitely. Conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're I fucked. Just... We're, we're fucked if you didn't record that. <laughs>